Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. Thank you ever so much as always for downloading us. And thank you ever so much as always for all of your continued support. It feels only appropriate and poignant at the start of this particular Last Word on Spurs that we place on record our sadness at the passing of one former Spurs player and a former coach in what has been a really, really difficult week for the club, the fans and everybody connected with Tottenham Hotspur. We were deeply saddened to hear of the passing of our former player, John Duncan, who died on Saturday at the age of 73. In October 1974, he left Scotland for North London when he became Terry Neal's first signing as our manager and his 12 goals that season effectively kept us in the first division as he was top scorer for us. John then repeated that feat in 1975-76 to and 1977-78, to and his notable average of a goal every other game whilst with us is testament to his goal-scoring prowess. We should like to extend our deepest condolences to his family and friends at this sad time. Along with the sad passing of John Duncan, we are also still coming to terms with the devastation of learning of the passing of fitness coach Jean Perriot-Ventrone, who passed away earlier this week. The 61-year-old joined the club in November 2021 as part of Antonio Conte's backroom staff. As lovable off the pitch as he was demanding on it, Jean Piro quickly became a hugely popular figure with players and staff amongst who we could see on social media this week sharing their love for the fitness coach. He'll be greatly missed by everybody at the club and our thoughts with everybody, family, friends, at this very, very sad time. On behalf of the whole team at the last one of Spurs, this episode is dedicated to both men. Thank you so much as always for your incredible support and hope you enjoy the show. Masters head on it. Hoybjerg. by Son. And the deflection takes it in. Predatory instincts of the highest order by Harry Kane. A wonderful win for Tottenham. Conte coursing with emotion. It's three points, but given the week they've had, it's so much more than that. It's a tribute to a lost colleague in Giampiero Bertoni, 
who they lost on Thursday. He's very much front of mind as the players lead muted celebrations. A week that started with the footballing pain of a North London derby defeat, finished with genuine pain at the loss of a dear colleague. And now, at the weekend, Antonio Conte has moulded this Tottenham side, a much-changed Tottenham side that have come here to Brighton and informed Brighton and carved out the win. And, Andy, it has been a performance of courage and character and in terms of Kane's finish of quality. Absolutely, it was, it was never going to be an easy game for them. Their away form in the Premier League had not been good. As you say, they, they did perform that well in the North London derby and in Europe in midweek. So a lot of questions have been asked of Tottenham. Maybe slightly unfairly, but they have answered them. They really nullified Brighton to a, gre a great degree and were a real threat going forward. Different personnel, different formations. It's been a very, very good evening for Antonio Conte. Back to winning ways, a Premier League clean sheet. Smiles and emotions are plenty. Final score, Brighton nil, Tottenham 1. Ventroni, Spurs fitness coach who died earlier this week and someone who Conte has known previously in his career from his time at Juventus. And the Tottenham players remembered him with special shirts made for their training before the match and their warm-up shirts. And Hugo Lloris carrying a shirt that bears his name at the end of the game. Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. We hope you're keeping very, very safe and well. Thank you so much for joining us for instant reaction to Tottenham Hotspur's 1-0 win up against Brighton at the Amex. If you're listening to the show for the first time, you can find us on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're across all major audio platforms. We're, of course, on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. We're on Facebook and Instagram too. And I'd like to say I'm joined by three great returning guests to Last Word on Spurs. First up, always, is our crazy train runner, instructor, conductor, you name it, he's back. Lee McQueen's back on last one Spurs. Lee, really emotional week. Massive, I feel drained yeah. even since the game's finished. How are you firstly? You well? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you, Rick. And uh, viewers and listeners, uh, good to be back on. But like you said, a very, very tough week. Um, most people, uh, probably including my good self as well, still not over the fact that we kind of didn't turn up in a North London derby. Um, notice I said kind of, by the way. Um, then uh, had, a, had a tough away game a couple of days later and I thought we played pretty well but just couldn't score couldn't find that final ball and then what's happened in this week to to that to to Antonio to the staff to the players is just beyond well it's just you can't comprehend it it's just it's just absolutely terrible devastating and then so to go and get to the three points like we did today was uh was very fitting I think Rick which obviously yeah. I shouldn't get into it mate but uh yeah good a good win very good win yeah, absolutely. I think I say lots of comments is summing up here. I mean, emotional night, definitely for sure. It felt that way for the players, even watching it, just feel drained. Forget the football, just again, just life really just uh, again shows you just how much you can't, you know, undervalue life itself, how precious it is. Joining us as always back on the show, the wonderful Jason McGovern's back. Jace, emotional week, draining week. How are you? It's been a, been an incredibly tough week. I think, you know, obviously that that dreadful start to it with what happened last Saturday, but um, the news from Thursday, uh, tough week for me because obviously there was the horrendous atrocity in in Thailand in a country that I loved. That uh, yeah, that was a tough watch for me yeah. Thursday watching up. some Thai TV, and then before kick off tonight, you know the sad news of uh, of Johnny Duncan, who was you know the first person that I saw scoring goals for Tottenham all those years ago, and who's. His signed shirt is on my wall behind me. So to 
to see the loss pre-kickoff of, of Johnny Duncan at 73. I went up to Derbyshire a couple of years ago when we started this. I think Rick did a real interview of, for anyone of that that Division 2 season and his times at Tottenham. So, uh, you know, lots of things have gone on off the pitch that, that yeah. perhaps puts football into a, a little bit of perspective. But uh, it was nice to, to sign off a, a difficult week with uh, with three points. It's, it's a six-point gap now to the team that's fifth and an eight-point gap to the team that's seventh. So, in amongst all the criticism we seem to have taken this week as a football club, we've gone away gone away to a Champions League game, kept a clean sheet, picked up a point. We've gone away tonight to a team that haven't lost since March, away from home, where we won. We've won again with a clean sheet. Um, and so, again, you know, it's uh, everything in the garden is apparently dreadful at Tottenham at the moment. But there we are, third in the table, uh, just a point off of the team that's apparently cutting the world to pieces at the moment. So, and with some really tough away games gone and out of the way already. So, you know, just whilst the performances aren't what they are, it's been a, a good end to what has been a, a dreadful week for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And also delighted to have him back on the show. I think it's his first appearance of the season. We're normally seeing him in such a jovial manner. Uh, tonight, it does feel so much undercast because of what's happened over the previous week. The wonderful Darren Altman is back on last one on Spurs. Darren, lovely to have you here. Of course, impressionist voice over artist. Darren, how are you? Well, absolute pleasure to be back. Um, yeah, I'm thrilled. Uh, firstly, at the performance. I just think the whole attitude of, of, of the mm. team tonight was absolutely spot on. And you can tell... I mean, obviously, we'll speak about it. Um, the passing of Giampiero Ventroni and Conte in bits. Eric Dyer, God, he, he, you know, he he looked absolutely broken. Bless him, you know, on the in the lineup. Um, obviously, I, I I didn't know the man. I, I was aware of him. And um, as we said before, we started when score, uh, Sonny scored the hat trick against uh, Leicester. He ran over to Giampiero um, and. Uh, he was the first one that, that he, you know, he hugged. So uh, obviously the team are absolutely distraught. But what a what a tribute and what a performance to give to the man. Brilliant. Yeah, it only feels right to only start there, Darren, because again, it would just feel bizarre to not start yeah. on this show, despite obviously the win and the back of what's been a really emotional week. Uh, Lee, let's kick off with you because it has been an incredibly emotional week, as I keep on mentioning that word. It started on Thursday following the really sad news of Gian Piero Ventroni's passing, who died suddenly from acute leukemia. And you can just tell by the reaction around the club, it really has been so sudden. Obviously, the saddest news, a guy would have been coming to the age of 62 this coming December, which again just highlights just how much of a no age it is at all. And what seems to be clear is coming out from social media generally and across the Spurs community that every single Spurs player loved him, even though he worked them absolutely hard, as we saw during the pre-season, which again can only be seen as a measure to the man. I mean, again, Lee, we don't know him personally, so it's hard to really give a real expansive view on the man. But I think we can definitely see the impact he's had on the club, around the social circles of them. And I'm sure you're going to offer your condolences, right? Uh, well, of course, 100%. And I think, you know, it's not just about knowing people personally. It's about, it's, there's a word actually called empathy. And, and, and you know, to, to put yourself in a situation where you've just lost a guy who has pretty much stood next to you for... You know, the, most of your career in the dugout. He was instrumental in helping uh, Italy win the World Cup um, as well, um, which I didn't realise until I was doing some, some reading up on as well. He affected, you can see how much he's affected, like you just said, Rick, all of the players in such a short space of time. And, and, it's, and it's really strange. Like, it's weird. Like, it, it's affected, like, I haven't stopped thinking about 
him like since first. It's weird. It's weird because I don't know the guy, so it is weird. Um, but he's he, I've you know I've put myself in Antonio's shoes, Antonio Conte's shoes, for example, and thought, how am I? How would I be able to stand up, carry on with my job in front of thousands and thousands, millions of people, and obviously watching tonight on TV, and and be able to carry on after you know two two days? It's it's incredible, incredible pressure, and. And actually, when you saw it on the players, like you saw the pouring out of emotion on social media from the players. But actually, tonight when you saw that the post-match uh, interview, um, which I thought I think is Greg Whelan, I think was excellent by the way because he realised the situation and kind of you know moved. I, moved. I, I think Sky got it very quick, didn't they? About how much he affected the whole yeah. club's passing. I'm not, and I'm not sure yeah. from the outside before the game leave whether there was like a real understanding of how much that was affecting or how it, big yeah. it would have affected the club, right? No, 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 for, for sure. It was. It, was, it sounds strange now saying it because, you know, is, you know, life is so much more precious than, than maybe what most of us, especially, like, I, I'm, I'm old in the tooth now, but a lot of the youngsters watching and listening and on social media and stuff like, don't realise how precious life can actually be, right? Um, until something like this happens. Um, and, and also as well, that the, you know, the, the, the scenario with the players, that Kane was... Was welling up, man. He was. Uh, you could see the emotion in his post-match interview. So, you know, look, fair, fair play. I think it sounds weird now because we, we did the show on Wednesday and we talked about can't quite put our finger on what what's not right in the club at the moment. And you know, I, you know, the presses from Conte didn't work right, and it didn't. And maybe this is it. Maybe in the background, in we, no one knows what goes on behind closed doors in most people's lives. And actually. They are human, and and I think that's what we've all come to realise. It probably galvanised the club even further now, and and let let let's take this as a as, as a moment to to be together. Because look, at the end of the day, we are one big Tottenham family, right? As, as easy as that might sound, but that's what we are. And we all want the same thing. So, um, look, I I just put my hat on. I, I I'm not sure, Rick. I could have done what Antonio Conte, the staff, the players have done over the last couple of days. You know, obviously, condolences to uh, to to his family and and all of his friends and stuff. But yeah. we see we see Antonio and we sing his name, Antonio, 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 and you know what he's going for is just mad. So yeah, um, yeah. For, he's a, obviously a much loved man that's uh, that's gone far too early. Yeah, mm. most certainly agree. Jason's come over to you. I mean, the club on Thursday released a statement saying they're devastated to announce that obviously fitness coach Gian Piero had passed away. He was 61 years old. Again, just joined the club in November of 2021. Um, the club referenced that he was a lovable off the pitch as he was demanding on it. He quickly became a hugely popular figure with players and staff. He'll be greatly missed by everyone at the club and our thoughts are with his family and his friends at this impossibly sad time. And again, at last one, Spurs here, we most certainly echo those thoughts. Um, Ventroni's family put out a really nice message on Instagram. But again, just a reference, we saw some lovely messages from the likes of Sonny, uh, Hoybier, Sessignon, Todd Klein, of course, the Spurs. He's, of course, um, financial officer. I mean, I'm doing everyone a dis disservice because literally everybody from the club must have put out welcome message. Oh, I say the messages of sadness and again, how much they welcome the guy and his love overall. A really emotional time, Jace, isn't it, for the passing of such a great man that had a really big effect on the club? <coughs> Without a doubt. And I, I suppose most of us really started to take notice of him with those those pictures in Korea, didn't we? With the players flat out. And we were saying, you know, how much we're enjoying seeing them work like that. And, uh, you know, the, the comments from the players. But none of it was actually, um, there was no animosity in the comments at all. It was, you know, it's... 
that's how we work and uh, we're being pushed and, and we know it's for our benefit and that. So, you know, that's when we first, I suppose, knew of him. But but it's, um, you know, to, to it to have happened Thursday and, and it, it would appear unexpected as well. Um, I think that any of us who've gone through a, a family bereavement will will know what it's what it's like, or of a colleague or something, and you're just you're just stunned and numb. And um, you know, certainly for for Conte, who's known him for donkey's years or whatever, and, and had total trust in him, it, it must have been a a really trying. To, I'm sure maybe Conte, whether whether um, whether he knew, as Lee said, whether that that kind of short press conference on on Tuesday for the Frankfurt game had that in the background going on as if to say, you know, what's, what's a game of football matter? What's, what's it matter if I play Jed Spence? There's more important yeah. things going yeah. on type of thing. So it does make sense as a presser now, looking back now, the, the, yeah. the frustration from him, there's, a, yeah, there's something bigger absolutely. going on as we've seen. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, you know, you're right. I mean, Kane looks, looks absolutely choked in his interview. Fair play to Brighton. They, uh, they got the tone of it right as well. And, um, Sometimes I'm pleased that we play a team like Brighton on a day like that, rather than than a Chelsea or an Arsenal yeah. or something. Yeah, and, um, yeah. But uh, where it's a little bit more respectful than that. But no, it's it's a bit of a sad day. But he'd have loved, I think, the the character and the resilience tonight. That that bit of togetherness, that that great scene with Dyer really celebrating with Doherty tonight, right towards the end when he nicks it off his toe. I think you could just. Brilliant. Just tell that little bit of toughness. And, and Tottenham Hotspur get a lot of criticism for being spursy and a soft underbelly. And it, and it frustrates me because we are a lot tougher than people give us yeah. credit for. And I think you saw that tonight. And so fair play to them. I think in a, in a weird way, you'd have enjoyed that type of win rather than a, an a stylish win. It was more in the mould of what we're told Ventroni was, you know, suffer, be together, push yourselves to the limits and things like that. And so it was... Uh, was the was the right game and the and the right performance to 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 honour the man? Yeah, and just coming over to you, Dal Fani, just on Ventrani. What we have to add is again, you know, he has made such an impression on the club both on and off it. And I think again, if he's going to be again accoladed for anything during his time at Tottenham, is of course the back end of last season was probably the fittest that we've looked, which enabled Spurs to go on that incredible run. They got us into the Champions League. Yeah. Harry Kane probably as fit as we've ever seen him in a Spurs shirt and, again, just highlighting the incredible work he'd done at Spurs because there's no doubt about it that without Ventroni at Spurs, I think it's very unlikely Spurs would have been in the Champions League, you know, this season because, again, to do what he's done in terms of the fitness and you can see that the players are willing to go and ready to go the full 95, six, seven minutes, it's testament to him that we're in, a, in, we're in the position that we are now and we're looking forward to a Champions League game next week. I'm sure you agree, right? Absolutely. Um, like you said, you know, a club is so much more than a coach now. You've got your nutritionists, you've got your sports psychologists, you've got, um, you know, your fitness coaches. And as um, Jay said, you know, in, in Korea, you know, it was everyone was reporting how they would they would do like 40 odd laps of the pitch and then, you know, make them they'd be virtually throwing up and he'd get up, come on two more. Um, but they're obviously the respect that everyone had for the man. Um you know, we didn't really see that, but it, it just shows, you know, it takes the sort of, you know, something as, as awful as, as his passing for for us as fans to realise how important he was. And I'm just, I just think that that performance, the heart, you know, um, all right, it was Brighton and, you know, we, we, we haven't tonked Man City, uh, but nevertheless, that was a performance that we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. And like you said, um, you know, uh, Dyer, 
hugging uh, Doherty at the end. It was just the spirit, you know. And if we can take that forward as a tribute to um, uh, Giampiero moving forward, if we can take this as a catalyst to kick on and to really play like this game after game, um, what a tribute to the man. I agree. Totally agree. Uh, just finally, uh, Conte to Sky said before the game to, f- uh, to find words for Giampiero is very difficult at this moment. We are really devastated by the pain of what's happened and also because no one expected this situation. But sometimes, you know, life is not always positive. And for this reason, we have to cope in the best possible way because I know Giampiero wanted us to stay strong, continue to do our work in the way he taught us. And I think we saw again, I've got to say, that minute's applause was superb from both mm-hmm. sets of fans. The way that was... I would say orchestrated and the way in which we saw the away fans going off credit to THFC flag Spurs song sheet. So I must say, I know they played a massive part in making that happen down the away end. So really well done to those guys. And again, we saw Spurs players warming up with T-shirts in tribute to him. Uh, Conte after the game actually referenced the fact that it's been a really, really difficult week to be here and to focus. He knew that the situation was really problematic for Jan actually after the Frankfurt game. And you could tell that obviously due to the emotion because nobody had expected it. He went on to say that it was an illness but under control and then it was very difficult because the situation hit me a lot in the emotional aspect. When it happens, it is very difficult to cover your feeling with the players and with the people that work in Tottenham. He went on to finally say that at this time, I've seen a lot of solidarity and we can see that today in the performance. The players are really devastated by the pain and the whole environment around Tottenham. The feeling was really bad because in only 10 months, I think Jean Piero got through the heart of everybody. He went on to finally say, my players were devastated by the pain, but life sometimes, you know, it happens many situations, not only to us. Life is sometimes good. And at the same time, you have to cope with the situation the best possible way. Gian Piero will stay with us forever. And I'm sure about this. And in that moment, he spoke to me about his illness. And when it is health, you have to take the right check and don't worry. But his first problem was to miss the training. For this reason, I think he was in the hearts of every single player. And can I just say, as I'm reading that, I'm actually getting a tingle down my spine. I mean, it's just... Such emotional words here from Conte in his post-match press conference. He went on to say that I spoke to him last Thursday. He asked me if I could stay at home because he had a bit of a fever. It was really incredible because he was really worried to miss the training. And I said to Jean Piero, when we are talking about your health, just, again, just the markings of a man that obviously cared deeply for the club, deeply for Conte, never wanted to let anybody down. And finally, Conte did confirm that he and his staff are to attend Gian Pieri Ventrone's funeral tomorrow in Napoli. So, listen, really emotional stuff. And again, all our thoughts, our wishes, our prayers are with Gian Piero family and friends. And from all of us here at Last One on Spurs, thank you so much. What we are going to do, we are going to go for our first break of the show for our listeners and audio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Guys, very well played, Harry. Very positive end to an emotional and difficult few days. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's been a difficult, uh, difficult week to say the least. And uh, it was nice to, to get a win today. Ryan, in part at least, was that performance for your colleague, Jean-Pierre Reventroni? Yeah, 100%. We knew um, we had to perform today. And obviously we wanted to win um, because of him. And yeah, thankfully we did that today. Yours was the only goal of the game, Harry, and it looked like you were dedicating it to him at the end there when you lined up at half at the halfway line. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was a, a bit of a scrappy goal. Uh, obviously, Sanis just whipped one in with with a load of pace, and um, yeah, when when you're kind of feeling good, it kind of just comes off you and goes in, and, and that was the case. But uh, really proud of the boys today. You know, it's been um, a tough week, and to come here away from home, a really difficult place to come, and. Um, didn't play as well as we know we can, but we dug deep when we needed to, and a great clean sheet from the boys, and a really important one. Neat finish from you. You knew you were on side, didn't you? Yeah, I, I knew it was. You looked. You had a look. I knew it was close, um, but yeah, obviously just managed to keep myself on side there, and just kind of got a flick on it. So um, yeah, really pleased with it. Ryan, this was always going to be a difficult fixture for you, a difficult place to come and get a result, and this was not only a, a performance of intensity and application, but character too. Definitely. And um, like you say, it's a difficult place to come. They've been on good form all season. Um, you see their performance at Liverpool, they did very well there as well. So, um, yeah, to come here, to score one goal and keep a clean sheet, obviously we dug deep. So, yeah, it's a good good result for us. You got through a lot of work, didn't you, in that second half? Yeah, we had to dig deep, defend uh, very well at times today. But, um, again, that's the way we want to play sometimes, where you can't always have the ball, you have to dig deep and defend. And we did that well today. Harry, you came off very near the end. How are you? Yeah, it's just a knock, I think. Um, pretty uh, Obviously, he's gone full power for the shot there and I just managed to get in front of him. So, um, I saw one. Um, but, yeah, they're definitely worth it when you win the game, for sure. You know you're going to get asked that question quite a lot, don't you, these days? Yeah, no, no, I know. Um, but, no, I'm feeling good, you know. Um, a lot of games coming thick and fast. Obviously, Champions League again on the, in, in the midweek. So, we've just got to recover well, everyone. The whole squad's got to be ready to play. Um, yeah, and just keep battling out the games. Eight goals now. Golden Boot's going to be quite a battle this year, is it? Yeah, there's a long way to go, you know. Um, obviously, uh, there's some, some top players in the league and um, I'm feeling good. So it's nice to, to keep getting on the score sheet, especially important goals, you know, to, to help the team win. And um, yeah, the most important thing is the three points and, and that's what we came here for today and uh, really delighted we got it. Well done on the win, guys. Brian, you're the player of the match, Harry, if you do the honours for us. All right, congrats, mate. Thank you. Well done, guys. Right. Cheers. Thank you. What's your audience in here? We've got a good 500, 600 of you watching us live. Really emotional start to last one on Spurs. So thank you so much for joining us. Tough, tough start. You wouldn't have got a game to review. It's been so emotional. But um, just a reminder, of course, on last one on Spurs, that we are absolutely delighted to be sponsored by the Beaver Town Corner Pin. That is the Beaver Town Bang Up Yourself stand. Now, we did have our first live show there last week. Didn't go the way we want in terms of the result, but I'm sure the boys will agree uh, it was a really good get-together. And we are hoping to be bringing you another live show around Christmas time where we're hoping we'll be having an audience in there with us. So we'll be keeping you posted on that. But just a brief reminder for you that you can still get tickets for next week's game at Beavertown by booking your spot at beavertownbrewery.co.uk forward slash pages forward slash corner dash pin. Right. It is game time. It's just so bizarre because on the back of that, you just forget we actually came to play Spurs. Um, like, before we get into it, I'd quite like to um, show, and sorry for our um, listeners and audio, but for the viewers, you can all see that all of us tonight are sporting some sort of Tottenham Hotspur related garb or merch. 
And I think between the four of us, we've probably got some sort of, um, you know, years between us. So it's quite quite interesting to see like where, what, what year we bought these, what, what, what year we actually got these uh, tops from. I think my, mine's from last season's, last season's train, top yeah. logo and audio. What, yeah. what have you got, Rick? Uh, this is the 2021-2022 training gear. Jace, what you Jace, what, what you sport in there, Jace? I've got 77-78 tracksuit, mate. As I say, was, uh, I had to put that on with uh, thinking of Johnny Dunks tonight. So, uh, like I say, he was a massive Lovely part of our, of our Division 2 season promotion. And uh, that's, that shirt is always special to me, that Admiral shirt. So... Uh, that's, that's partly why I've worn that tonight, really. Yeah, lots of love for you, Jason. I've got to say, lots of people again tonight. I must have say, you know, it's, a, it's really emotional. We're not going to start the show yet. Can I just say, the amount of love in the comments, I must say. Mm -hmm. and sometimes when you do a show like this, you see it, it's just incredible. Dow, what are we sporting there? What are you repping, mate? You've got a hoodie. I'm a ra repping a Spurs hoodie. Do you know why? Because I'm fucking gangster, that's why. <laughs> You can, you, know, you can always trust Darren Altman to lower the mood and to kind of relax us all. It's about breaking the ice with Darren Altman. Yeah. Quite literally. Now, let's yeah. actually start with you. Let's get straight into it. Um, look, you mentioned it at the start there, at the top of your uh, intro. Good performance on Spurs at the end of a very difficult week. We held on for a 1-0 win at the Amex. It's a really big victory given the last few days. And I think, again, you can safely say that performance, there was a real organisation flexibility with Tottenham and it was a backs to the walls effort in the second half and for me yeah. personally if I have to pinpoint a couple of players you know on a night like this it's difficult to do I thought Hoybier, Bentoncourt, mm. Dyer particularly for me would have stand out mm. so about you what do you think Dal? I think I think first of all we have to uh talk about the formation because Twitter went mad with the three five two. Oh my god he's doing it he's doing it he's we wanted it he's doing it so you know three five two and it worked really well that's the first thing um, I I, th I didn't think Basuma pulled up any trees today. I, th I thought he was functional. Um, you know, obviously he got that yellow card. I don't know what he was doing with that challenge. I thought he was good. Uh, he wasn't brilliant. But having him there really did shore up everything in the midfield. And I was so pleased to see us come out, and especially away from home, to come out in the manner that we did. We played a high line. We pressed. You know, we're used to seeing now this this sit back and just wait to see what's happening for 20, 25 minutes. Um, and then we might go a goal down or we might decide, oh, we're playing football. Let's, you know, but I, I was just so pleased um, with with the formation, first of all, and, and the manner that we started the game. And, and it's it's like, well, why don't we with Tottenham? You know, why don't we do this every week? I'm not saying that we have to come out and attack Man City or attack your Liverpool or you know, go hell for leather every week and go, um, you know, gung-ho. But to play, to, to come away from home uh, and to play Brighton and absolutely attack them, I just thought was brilliant. I just thought the um, the work rate was fantastic. And obviously yeah. we can talk about the four changes that we made and, and the individual players. And I'm sure we'll, we can talk about that. But those are the two things for me, the 3-5-2 and that start was just I, I want to see that every week now. I, I I don't see why we can't play like that every week. It was brilliant, mm -hmm. so refreshing, so refreshing. 
definitely a feeling today that, you know, it was a real galvanised group that are seemingly mm. so solidarily together, as Conte mentioned. They had no time on the ball, right, right. They had no time uh, on the ball. They, we were doing to them what other teams do to us. Wasn't it lovely to see it actually start so fast? You know, we've been yeah. so unused to it um, in mm. the past eight, nine Premier League games. It was lovely to see Spurs start really, really fresh. Lee, coming over to you, that is a big win for Spurs. It's Harry Kane's eighth goal of the season that clinches it. It was the perfect way to honour Gian Piero Vetroni. Uh, Hugo Lloris at the end holding his shirt up, name on the back. Spurs staying third, dry, uh, Brighton dropping down to sixth. And as Jace referenced earlier, there's now a six-point gap between. Um, we've got obviously us and fifth place Newcastle and Brighton. And although we were clinging on at the end, that switch, as Darren said, to a 3-5-2 did give us a lot more flexibility today. And you have to bear in mind, we're in the absence of Kulisevsky, who's mm-hmm. a big miss. There may be an argument that the final ball is still a bit of a concern, but Lee, that was a real team team performance today, no doubt about it, right? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Yorkshire Spurs uh, on the comments there. It, it did feel like that we have more balance in the side with, with the three-five-two. Again, I agree with you, Darren. To be fair, I mean we was at it. We were like little Yorkshire terriers, trying to nick the ball back, and. We were nicking the ball back and winning the ball back in such a high position at the pitch that we, it put us it put us on the, the attack straight away. So um, it was again a little bit critical. We we're a bit wasteful again today in front of goal, like you'd expect. Probably came when he rolls. I think he rolled dunk, didn't he? You're thinking that's in the back of the net. It didn't go through. I think there was a, another time with Son. You're thinking he's through. He's going to stick it in the back of the net. It didn't go through. So there, there wasn't. You know, that's that's three games on the trot now, but. What I love about it is chances are still being created. You can see that, you know, the amount of shots on target have completely dropped off. Uh, I think there's an average uh, average shots on target when Conte took over um, uh, last season, until the end of last season, average shots on target per match in the Premier League was seven. Um, the average shots on target in the last three, four games has actually been four. So there's a big drop off. Wow. Actually, it's like three point, it's actually like 3.6 or something like that. I just rounded it up. So, you know, today's uh, very similar. We only had eight shots, only three on target today. Lots of... Oh, sorry, buddy. I'm I, sorry. sorry. I'm, 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 I'm preempting the, the, the thing. But yes, thank you. So only three shots on target. Um, again, I thought what was quite weird is that Sky had our expected XG higher than Brighton's, even though they had more uh, shots on target. And obviously, we've got our XG slightly different to that, um, as you'd expect, to, 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 to be fair. Um but I think I think it's the quality of the chances. I mean, Brighton's got 14 shots, four on target, um, and ultimately their their possession was was nearly 60 percent in the end, which is quite interesting because, in, as Darren said, in that first half, I thought we was very much in control of that football match uh, for for very long periods um, it, with, with the ball as well. I think our passing was probably a little bit off today, um, and you know. And and for me that 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 final ball, Rick, I don't know if you agree, and uh, viewers, listeners, I, I just think like that final ball isn't there. It just feels like, well, it, feels yeah. like we're a bit rushed. Do you know what I mean? It just yeah. feels like that we're we're just snatching at stuff. Still, we're still, we're still not quite in our flow. I mean, again, Son, Son was I don't want to persecute Son at all, but he was he was away. He wasn't free on goal, but he was away again. I'm thinking this guy. It, all he's got to do is just put a, put a nice ball through, and he and he delayed and he delayed and he didn't it didn't quite work in that way. There was another situation where you thought, well, just just pass the ball left, and and he delayed and he didn't get it. He didn't get it there. So there's definitely some work needs to be done on on, on our passing accuracy. I think 
we've got 82 percent passing accuracy today and that only needs to go up six or seven percent and all of a sudden you're you're putting the ball in the back of the net but i agree with uh chubba tube uh on screen benta hoiberg cess they were very good today i mean i thought Cessignon Andy Hinchcliffe, right, gave him the man of the match, right, because he's a left-back, let's be honest about it. But mm-hmm. and, and I thought he defended really well. Going yep. forward, I still yep. think there's there's a lot to be desired there, Rick, to be honest. No, I think that's fair. I think we've all said with Sesson Young, you know, it's about consistency. We haven't really seen that throughout his tenure at Spurs, and we're being honest with you. I think once we start seeing consistent performances with Sesson Young, he'll rightly get rewarded for it. And I have to agree with you, Lee. I was a little bit surprised when he was awarded the player of the match from Sky. I was a bit like, huh? I wasn't expecting that at all. But again, maybe down to the reference of the co-commentator, that pretty much makes sense. Jay's come over to you. Some may argue that's probably our most impressive display of the season when you argue the opposition position-wise that we're coming up against and the way in which the week we've had in general, emotionally draining Spurs have grounded out a really big win there. I mean, Conte at full time, I think you could see what it meant to me. Actually celebrated with the fans and we then saw the chance of Juan Gian Piero. Um, lovely tributes from Spurs actually from Lloris holding his shirt up to the away fans. But um, as I said, uh, really for me, lots of positives in there. We had, again, we could show today that you know, with the three midfielders, as Darren mentioned, going to a 3-5-2, I think it gave us a lot more sense of control. Hoybier, I mean... I know he gets a lot of stick on last one on Spurs and across Brilliant. a lot of different Brilliant. platforms. He was superb today. And I have to say, I think he's been superb for a lot of the season. I think when, again, you look at the tenure in the last seven or eight months of Spurs, oh, seven or eight, five or six years of Spurs' signings, Hoybier has to be up there now as one of our best because he's been so consistent, barely misses a game. And I think, again, you only realise how good Hoybier is when he doesn't play and he's not in that midfield because he does offer Spurs a real sense of balance and does break up the play. And I think a player that not never plays over it. I know it's over to Joe's, but he never not plays. That's another thing. Well, you can well, you can rely yeah. on this bloke every, every single week. week to play yeah. every single minute. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and you, you can if, if that's what you want. And that's mm. that's that's got to count for something as well. Yeah. Totally agree. I mean, Jace overall as well. Doherty last in the distance. Obviously, is a, a very good thing for the club. And Harry Kane, joint best start to a Premier League season goal-wise. Uh, Overall, Jace, happy with the performance? Yeah, uh, I, I haven't been as down this week, I think, as, as a lot of people. Um, I mean, you know, we played 3-4-3 against Frankfurt. We dominated the game. We got on the front foot in Frankfurt, 3-4-3. And I think the whole week, you know, it's, it starts with that that derby day. And that's that's obviously horrendous to, to lose to them. But we lost to the league leaders. 3-1 away from home with 10 men where we gave away a, a sloppy goal. I know it's Arsenal and it, it hurts us more when it's them. But if we'd, gone to, if we'd have gone to Anfield and lost that game 3-1, there would not have been the meltdown on Monday and Tuesday that there was, but it was Arsenal. So it's, it's you know, it's the most devastating thing in the in the world that can happen to us. And, and I understand that to a degree, but I thought, you know, all three games this week, we've looked... We haven't, we haven't performed great in them, but it's that final ball. And, and today, so... I mean, there was even a really sloppy one from Kane in that first half, wasn't there? Where he yeah. kind of just... And you thought, that's such an easy ball. And I, I think today, if if Kulazewski's composure and such is on that pitch, and his decision-making is on that pitch, I think that after 20 minutes at Brighton, we'd have won that game 3-0. The game would be out of reach already. And I felt that in Frankfurt where, you know, Sonny's finishing was woeful. 
I felt it at Arsenal where we, we broke and broke and broke in that first half, missed the final ball. I don't think we've been that far off it this week in, in three disappointing performances. I mean, today we've gone away from home. Brighton kicked the day off in fourth. They've just yeah, kind of yeah. got a draw at Anfield. They've already won at Old Trafford. Yeah. We know they're a good side. They beat us at home last year. They won at the Emirates last year at the end of the season. They're a, they're a tough... I think even Pep will say Brighton's is a, is a tough game. And... Um, I thought the second half was we didn't look like we would we would score the second. It was more down to that final ball that, that it looked like we wouldn't score the second. I mean, even the ball that, was it Perisic or Sessignon put across the box and, and Richarlison's that, that half a yard behind it. Yeah. He's got to tap in. There's, there's like numerous openings. Yeah, numerous openings. Kane held a ball once right. too long. It was a lovely ball into Sonny. He's through one-on-one and he let it go under his foot. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's little That's things like that. It's not far off. Literally it's, fine it's, margins. No, exactly. Times, we? It's and not I, far I, off. I, and I, think... I, thought, I, I was so impressed with the way we handled the away game midweek. Um, yeah. you know, everyone, everyone and, knows and against and against Ailey, the noise from the Brighton fact again, it was yeah. a really, really tough listen. This is the manager's first game at home. This is Deserby's first home game. <laughs> I thought our away fans, by the way, were absolutely yeah. outstanding. Shout out again, CHF. Again, another massive shout out to them all because they are yeah. just literally first class. Lovely yeah. guys and girls, man. First class. Absolutely agree. I, just get yeah. that, I get that okay. feeling that the Tottenham at the end of last year when we put four past Leeds, four past Villa, five past, was it Newcastle, three at Leicester, five at Norwich, four on the opening day at Southampton. If we had that, that little bit of just that little bit more composure with that final ball. I think we just scored three or four in Frankfurt. I think we just scored three or four today. And no, I think I we just scored three at the Emirates in that first half last week. Yeah. It's not yeah. that far wrong. It's just that that last little piece. Yeah, no, I agree. Dow, to come over to you. Um, listen, again, we have to reference this point. Brighton were unbeaten across their last seven home games before yeah. coming into today, winning four during three, and only considering eight league goals so far ahead of going into this game. That's the second fewest behind Everton with seven. And I said, for those last seven home league games, they're going in with clean sheets. Obviously, Spurs losing two out of the last three they played. Spurs weren't rested, Brighton were. I do think this was a very crucial, crucial game and win when you consider it from a resilient perspective over what we've been through this week and the fact that if we have got aspirations of competing up to the top of echelons of the league, this is where you need to win, right? Just, just on that, going to just say, Darren, just yeah, on yeah. that, that's, that's a big point. Brighton have had not a game this week. Mm. We've, had, we've had that that derby, which we know emotionally and physically is a hard one, then an away game in the Champions League and away again today. So, you know, preparation plus with all the other things that have gone on with prep. So that's a big difference as well in that. Big, much more demanding week for us. Absolutely. And I completely agree, uh, Ricky. You know, it's games like this that, you know, if you're going to challenge for titles or Champions League or top four finishes, you know, um, not that you expect to go go away and, and beat every team, but there are certain teams that you have to beat home and away because otherwise the points aren't on the board and again the the, the the display from today was was the antithesis of what we've seen and it's weird what you were talking about the final ball and the fine margins i'm not sure what that is i don't know why this is happening uh, and it would be interesting to try and maybe work out why because we're used to seeing son and kane click we used to seeing our forwards, you know, dominate teams. So it, it's it's interesting to see to think why this is happening. Why those, you know, Kane, Son, 
why why we're not uh, clicking and getting the shots on target that, that that we're used to. That I think that's an interesting point actually. But I completely agree. Um, Brighton, forget the fact that they've got a new manager. It's the yep. same team, and and like you say, you know they've lost once in the last seven games. Um, they've beaten Manchester United. They drew with um, Liverpool. Uh, they've beaten West Ham away. Um, so you know they're no mugs, and and I think that this is a it's such a good win. It's such a good win, and yep. um, yeah, and and I think that I, I was I was really pleased with some of Conte's uh, decisions. Um, I, I will be the first. I'll hold my hand up and be the first to mention the R word. Uh, if I never see him in a Tottenham shirt again, um, I'll be happy. And I, I'm, even though. Um, uh, <laughs> we have got several our players, though, but I think yeah, I know the one you're talking about. I presume you mean the one that's sitting out at the moment, right? Yeah, so yeah, and I, I know his, his hand was 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 forced. Yeah. Uh, and and again, like Basuma, apart from the challenge that that unbelievable challenge at the end, I don't think yeah. Doherty had an amazing game. You know, he, he needs to get minutes under his feet because he hasn't been playing. But um, I think he understood that role better than Royal. I've never got Royal. I just don't see the fascination with him. I I, I, I don't I don't get him. I, don't, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I personally think him. you're personally, Darren, I just think personally it's his lack of options there at the moment. I know people are clamouring for Spence. I think we will see Spence, I would imagine, probably in that Carabao Cup game against Forest. That's the game I think we're going to see him in. I think Doherty yeah, today... Don't, don't forget, with Spence, right, it, it, a slightly different scenario, but Conte had Perisic at Inter and he went... Yeah, don't really fancy it at the moment. Go out to Bayern Munich on loan. Mm. And and he sent him out on loan. And whilst he was on loan, he won the Bundesliga and he won the Champions League. And then when he came back, he went, yeah, I fancy you now. And, and la- he's been world-class for them. Mm. So, you know, and that's a slightly different scenario, right? But, uh, yeah. but, but he likes to wait for players to yep. earn the right to get in the side. Yeah, and there's something maybe not quite right there with, with Spence and... I agree with you. Sorry to cut you off. I think that November the 9th is probably where you're going to get Spence's first start, which would be against uh, Nottingham Forest. Yeah. And again, I think, again, we referenced that point that there's a reluctance from Conte that really wants to trust the, trust the players before they bring into the team. Um, but again, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens on that. Just a few uh, list of questions we had in. Very nice this week. Only six uh, listener questions, which is obviously great when Spurs win. I mean, we must have won. Yeah, I was going to say, well, we obviously said, won this week. I said to yeah. Leah Jason last week, we're going to be, Rick, are you not coming out for a bit after Beaver Tower, after the game finish? What are you doing for five hours? And we've got 50 listener questions here, not writing themselves. <laughs> Just the six this week. Um, a flavour of them, uh, Phil at Loveday underscore PH says, uh, good performance today, but felt nervous throughout as we tried to control the play and hold on to a 1-0 goal, one goal lead. I'm interested what the panel think when they get into it. Um, ben Spurs says, okay, we can see say what we want about four formations and tactics, but if our forward decision-making and passing have been better over the last few games, nobody on here will be moaning at all. And no, Darren Kay pointly says, for Jan. And just on that, we have to say, at the, at the start of the game, uh, Conte wiping away tears after that minute's applause for Spurs' fitness coach. And Hugo Lloris, again, at full-time, making that reference to holding up Jan Piero's shirt. Again, all of our thoughts go out to me on last one on Spurs. Hopefully, I say, um, you've checked out and you've listened to that start of the show there. A really lovely tribute from the boys. On Gian. Um, Conte making four changes. We are going to bring up that team for our watching audience now on YouTube. There's a good nearly 800 of you plus watching us across all of our platforms. So, again, thank you so much, guys, Saturday night for giving up your time. And again, 
Thank you so much to these guys here for giving up their time here on Saturday night for last win on Spurs. Um, so that team, as we've seen from Conte, had four changes in there. Conte went, as Darren kindly referenced to, finally with that 3-5-2 formation. Had in Matt Doherty, a lifeline. Ben Davis, Eve Basuma, Cessna Young all earned their recalls. Big opportunity today for Basuma against his former club. Interesting that Doherty started... For him, his first of the season, six days after Conte suggested he wasn't ready to start, and Pasuma's second start only for him. Richardson and Peretic benched, and overall, of course, that meant for Pasuma coming into the team, and that team read Lloris Romero, Dyer Davis, Doherty, Bensoncourt, Pasuma, Hoybier, Sessignon, Kane, and Son, with a bench of Forster, Longley, Sanchez, Peretic, Skip, Saar, Richardson, Hill. Jay, to start with you, was you surprised Conte did go with the 3 5 2? Yeah, I was. Uh, I have to be honest, because I mean, probably because we just haven't seen it. I, th I think they said it's about twenty-six games in a row. We've gone three-four-three. We've we've called for saying, you know, what's going on with Bissouma. So it was, uh, and the words in midweek suggested that Doherty, Bissouma, Spences, and people like that aren't ready to play. Skip's not ready to play. So I kind of expected probably the only change would be. I thought we might see Cess play at right wing back and, and Perisic at left wing back. And other than that, I didn't think there'd be much change. I mean, I think if we if we thought we'd go 3-5-2, I think he would have done it more in Frankfurt than and once he didn't do it in Frankfurt, then I didn't see him really doing it today. Um, but it, it paid off the first first 25 minutes, particularly. I thought we were the, the only side in the game, the dominant side. Uh, Bissouma, I think like Darren said, it didn't necessarily have a a great game, but uh, maybe trying a little bit too hard to impress, a little bit too hard because it's it's particularly that it's Brighton away. Needless yellow card, um, but he'll he'll definitely get better. I mean, we're not talking about somebody that, that as as fans we we know exactly what he's going to bring to the team, and I expect come that that second half of the season, and that I expect to see him as as a really strong part of that side. I love watching Benton Kerr every week. I love watching the the silky way he plays it. Um, just, you know, one one thing to praise the team for again today, our set-piece defending, that one header from Lewis Dunk apart, you know, we, 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 we know we conceded goals early on in the season from set-pieces and that, but our defending of set-pieces again tonight, Ben Davis, Dyer, Romero and that, getting the vital blocks, getting the vital touches in on those, uh, on when you're defending those, and that's that's a huge part of it. To do that, so uh, no, all, all in all, it was just that one absolute moment of madness by Romero towards the end, right in the corner flag for a for a, for a brainless free kick that I think yeah. if Emerson Royal had done, we'd we'd have gone absolutely ballistic on. But yeah. that apart, that apart, I thought our defender, and in fact, Sessignon did did two right on the half-time whistle as well, didn't yeah. he? Where you thought, why yeah. why are you making a foul there? But yeah. other than that, I thought we got our defending and that spot on tonight. The, the, the little kid that came on for them as a sub, he looked good, didn't he? Yeah, the, the Japanese uh, guy. Great. He was a Japanese player. He yeah. looked fantastic. Really, really good. I, And I was quite pleased he didn't play the 90 minutes because he certainly looked a, a bundle of tricks. But no, I thought mm. defensively very, 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 very good. Mm. I mean, Lee, on last one on Spurs, we've been, I think, trying to be in the most politest way saying, change it up. You've got a squad for a reason. You've got a bench for a reason. Four changes today. Also in there, uh, Ben Davies coming in for Clement Longley to provide some fresh legs. Overall, again, Richarlison benched. Happy Lee with that team you see on your screen there? <laughs> 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 Basuma. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I, yeah, we, we've all been talking about change it up and put the 3-5-2 in. And, you know, I think that Clement Longley was, uh, was very tired. He said it in his post-match interview the other night, uh, which was very classy, by the way. I thought it was an excellent interview from, uh, from Clement, uh, the way he spoke. Uh, but he was tired and you could see that he was tired at the end of that match. So to bring in Davis, as you said, who is 7 out of 10, uh, all last season, probably more than that as well. He's he's been a little bit frustrated with injuries this this term. Um, so yeah, coming clean sheet jobs are good. And I mean, they, they, that then three didn't let us down at all last year, did they? To be fair, and they didn't again today. Um, and yeah, I thought that I, I, again, I agree about Benjamin. I, I thought Hoybier was excellent today. I have to say, I thought mm. he was superb, superb. Um, absolutely superb. Yeah, he was, and 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 again, it's not just him with the with the not the final ball not being off. It's it's all of the team at the moment, as Jace just talked about. So, um, you know, and again, I totally agree with you, Jace. Bentinker's silkiness. Oh, oh, the comment. There was a comment uh, earlier. It said sometimes I find myself just watching him rather than the rest of the game, and um, and I do as well. And that's what's a joy to watch when you're live and you're at the game. Because you can you can choose who you want to watch, right? Benton Kerr, I, I think he can play a little bit more further forward. I just felt that today in the three, it gave him more license to go and do do some other stuff as well, which is quite exciting to see. So we lucky not to score as well, out. wasn't he? Yeah, no, it was a, it was a fantastic save, yeah. It was a really it was a really good effort. And actually, you yeah. look at the three shots on target that we had, and he yeah. had one of them. So, yeah. do, do you know what I mean? So, that's quite interesting. And obviously, one of them was a goal. So, um, you know, limited chances today. But I think the thing is, and this is probably what Conte, not not what Conte would say, because what do I know? But I'd yeah. say probably a professional would look at it and go, we we give up our attacking ability, more of our attacking ability when we play a 3 5 Because actually, in some of them transitions, especially today against ironically, a 3-4-3 three, three team, like, like we matched up Frankfurt in the week, if we'd have played 3-4-3 three, three today, we'd have matched Brighton up, we'd have probably got more chances. Like, it's weird, isn't it? Because we had... And missed the third one on the break, yeah. yeah exactly. So we had the, the extra man in midfield and we were at it and we were there, but we probably missed, like you say, that extra third man. And I, I mean, I'm excited. I look at it, everything as uh, as uh, glass half full, as you as you, uh, as you all know by, by now. And so, some some people are sick of that, but I love it. And I'm really excited from the fact that Kulusevski is coming back soon because adding him into the mix, Richarlison coming off the bench today was a huge difference that that you couldn't use him when we'd already started him. I know it sounds a bit weird, but you have to you have some different options. Lucas Moore coming back out. You know, and, and and coming out of this kind of difficult time that we've had, we're third in the we're yeah. one point yeah. off of the off of the lead. It's 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 madness. Yeah. You know, so we're, we're we're so poor and so bad and so negative and so rubbish. Yet we have lost once in the league and we're third. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, the expectations, my expectations have gone up massively since Conte have come in. Do not get me wrong. But the expectations of some of the people, like whether or not they're fans, supporters, people on the, on on Twitter, social, wherever they are, they're, they're all around. We we see them all. We we know them, right? It's it's quite bizarre how how you can kind of look at this and go, we're shit or we're not good enough. It's like, hello. Well, someone replied. Man. Someone replied to my comment today, like moaning after we've won one nil away. Just saying, oh, the football shit. He has to go. 
I'm not, are you are you shrooming? I just, I just give you some stats, Darren. Here, just some stats against Brighton. Right, you have to go back. Um, there's you have to go back until 2014 in a League Cup fixture that we that we put three past Brighton. Right, they put three past us. By the way, um, as uh, sorry, uh, a goal margin of three. So we mm-hmm. we won three one in the cup, but obviously yeah. the Super scored weirdly enough. Um, it's always a tight game is the point I'm trying to make. Like eight, nine fixtures, home and away, it's always yep. a tight game. The last five fixtures has only had one goal swing in it, um, uh, other than the Kane uh, Coca-Cola bottle when we beat them last season 2-0. It's always a tight game. I have to say, again, this, and, is, the man- this, is, a home, this is the manager's first home game in charge. I know, I know. This is a guy that went to Liverpool a couple of weeks ago and got a point there. And they honestly, they played Liverpool. They should have won. They played Liverpool off the park. Liverpool came off that game very lucky to get a point because they were that damn good, Brighton. And they're honestly... I won't read all of them out. Look, I've got them here. 1-1, 1-0, 2-0, 2-1, 2-1, 2-1, 1-1, 1-2, 1-0, 2-1, 2-1, 3-0, 1-0. I mean, they're always tight games. So, you know, I just think that Somebody said it earlier that to support your team is sometimes you've got to get behind them. And Absolutely. If you think the damage in the last home game, by the, by the way, sorry, that, for, sorry, sorry. Now, home game, our last home game scored six goals. Just, just find it out there, just reminding everybody we scored six goals in the last home game. So I just think it's, um, I think the formation gives us something different. I think it now enables us to, or for Antonio Conte to think, actually, for this game, I might play this, and for this game, I might play that. I, I think as soon as Kulisevsky's fit, it go back to a three-four-three. You might even see Kulisevsky start as a wing back, seeing as the bloke don't even know that Spence exists. So who knows? Who knows what yeah. goes on? And, and <laughs> Lucas Moore, Lucas Moore might come in as a wing back. One other big note today, wasn't it great to see in the third or fourth minute Harry Kane walking away from a free kick? Right now, yeah. yeah. Finally, the penny. By the way, that was the other shot on target we had. That was yeah. the shot on target. We had. So it was a song, yeah. Harry Kane, uh, song free kick, Harry Kane yeah. goal, and Benton Cook. That, that was yeah. free shot. Uh, listen, someone's listening to the last one on Spurs. They say, Oh, Dow, let's bring you in there. Uh, so, um, what was I going to say? Also, talking about position, uh, position at play, I thought it was mad to see Romero. Like forward, like bombing forward. I'm like, what the bloody hell are you doing there? Get back! Like, like you know, it's just brilliant. Like, th- th- there was a freedom today. I, I totally agree. It felt like, didn't it? I mean, overall, I mean, like you said there, we saw obviously Sonny on free kicks. Granted, obviously it wasn't a great hit, but it tested the goalkeeper. But I think we saw Dow. I don't know if you agree early on, Dow. The wing backs were working really well, and it was always what Conte was demanding. Great chance for Doherty early on, and I think again how we had a more composed. Um, hopefully, politely saying it's a, a composed right wing back there. We've got we're, we're one up because it was a really key for Doggett. It's a really difficult uh, chance, uh, that, isn't it? Maybe one that had got four or five games under his yeah. belt as well. In fairness, yeah. fairly. I mean, he's, he was. I got to say, Dale, I mean, a bit of a rusty stuff from Doherty, But overall, would you please with how Spurs started the game? There's been so much talk about how Spurs start Absolutely. games. How yeah, pleased I, were you about how Spurs started absolutely. that one? Absolutely. Like I said before, I can only repeat myself. It was an absolute breath of fresh air to see us not sit back um, uh, for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. <laughs> nice one, Tom. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and absolutely take it take it to a team. And, and, and as I said, you know, if you're going to get, so I sound like Glenn Otto, as I say, you know, as I say, uh, if you're going to, uh, you know, play those 1v1s and 2v2s, as I say, and, uh, you know, uh, so... Um, <laughs> You, you've got to attack teams. You, you've got to, and we did that today. And it's like bloody hell, 
God, the pennies drop for God's sake, you know. Um, I really liked, I mean, listen, um, Doherty needs games under his belt. Uh, whether he'll, he'll, he'll start him again or not is it remains to be seen. I liked Doherty today. I thought he was functional. He did his job. And Sessignon, I've got to say, um, I'm surprised as to, for you to hear you guys say that, you know, you're not that impressed with his forward motion. But I thought there was spots today where he was playing that role of a left wing back that I want to see. I want to see that bombing down and, and beating your man. And um, as much as I do like Perisic, um, I thought, and you can shoot me if you want, but I thought uh, Sessignon offered more than Perisic does on the left wing personally. I just loved his engine running back, defending, tackles, running down the left wing, offering himself for balls. I just I just thought it was a breath of fresh air. I really did. And uh, George is liking the uh, Glenn impression. He's loving it. We well, might have to know, bring him out of retirement. Uh, you have to say that, uh, you know, as I say, uh, you know, those 1v1s and those little areas and, uh, you know, you've, uh, you know, come on you Spurs, as I say, because, uh, you know, Pleasure to play. It's uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Uh, also, as well, it's quite, it's quite interesting. Just on that Cess scenario um, and the Perisic uh, piece, I, I gave out a stat out the uh, out the blue book uh, last week uh, about um, Son and Perisic when they're on the same pitch when they pitch together at the same time. No, none of them have either scored or assisted, and that's continued again today, isn't it? Son gets his assist, yeah. and yeah. Perisic not on the pitch. Also, just quickly, Cess. Loves to go forward and then cut backwards so many times. Maybe stick him on the right, and then he can ping them crosses in with his left, yeah. like uh, like Decky does, because he doesn't like to come like bomb, bomb, bomb. He's in, he's in, and then he just stops and cuts back. And you think, well, hang on, why don't you just whack it in first time? He did a couple of times, to be fair. Yeah, but that's that. The the the, the crosses sometimes, or the one that he pinged right into Doherty, and like you just said earlier, I think he's going to put it back in the net. There's just sometimes there's some decision making of all of the forward players where all you just think, ah, if you just yeah. if you just it, have it, a bit more composure, yeah, you're probably three four nil up. But I'm yeah. saying it's so close to being right in that respect. So and we know that when we got it right, like I said, you looked at that run last year. I think we've scored what more goals than anyone bar City in 2022. Agreed. So yeah. there's, yeah. there's plenty of times we've got good. it right. Plenty <laughs> yeah. of times we've got it right. Yeah. Jace, just to come over to you. Uh, listen, we mentioned Doherty early on. Harry Kane rightly booked for a handball. Oh, that's what Brighton fans are <laughs> happy in those first couple of minutes. Harry Kane basically basketballing the ball away. Benzincourt shot pushed away by a flying Sanchez. That's a lovely hit from the Uruguayan. Uh, of course, looking for his second goal of the season already. But then Spurs do score. And Jace, to be fair, it had been coming. We started brighter. Son yeah. gets a corner, passed back to him by Javier, curls it in. And I must say, Harry Kane, that it is such a beautiful finish. And anyone says it's not deliberate. Is that Lee's just showing us there? Was that the intricate formation for the goalie? Is that Jean Pierre? That's his shopping list. <laughs> is that Jean? Um, what was his, is it Viani? Obviously, that Viani's 685th uh, corner tactic routine, right? That's it. It's 4,767th corner routine. It's in, my, it's oh, in the it. blue book. I'm, gl I'm glad it worked. But Jace, overall for Kane. That's uh, a different blue book to the one he bought last week. Because that blue book he bought last week was yeah. just full of blank pages. There was nothing no, in I'm telling you, the the blue, the blue the blue nothing book that I bought the other week is a new one. I, I've I've gone through the old one. So many notes in there. I've had to get a new one, haven't I? I'm I thought it was a Panini sticker album last week. It was only <laughs> spots in it. 
But honestly, Jace, overall, Gianni Vieira is obviously coming. He's definitely improving the, the corners from Spurs. And again, a lovely goal for Tottenham. Um, but I have to say, Kane, uh, Kane, Jace, the finish from Kane, um, exquisite, wasn't it? It was definitely purposely done like that. A beautiful glancing header. Yeah, was it a glance? Did it a little bit shoulder on it? But it doesn't know. matter. I mean, it's just it's, it was his awareness of where, like you see with Kane, that intelligence. You see him have a glance over the shoulder, so he doesn't go too far away. He knows where his onside line is. He knows that Sonny's got him, got the other side of him. So it's, it's don't go in too close to the keeper. No need now to hang back. He just he dictates kind of the line that Brighton are trying to do, and he. He knows he's onside. I don't think there was any doubt in his mind. But yeah, it's a, a clever because it was pinged in. That's for sure. Certainly yeah. whipped in, and and at that height, that's that's you almost kind of feel when when the ball gets that high and it's pinged. If you get any touch on it, it invariably goes up, doesn't it? Quite easy yeah. that that ends up going over the crossbar and things. So I'm not no, having, it, I'm not having, I'm not having that. I'm not having that Johnny boy saying that, that was lucky. Kane was being very modest. In I, I know. I, I think he was. I, I, he, he knew what he was doing. He looked. Yeah, it's, it's just that awareness. He looked at Sonny, looked to where his positioning was. He didn't come back. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, and this is the thing. You've got not not you, Johnny boy, but every, everyone. You've got to understand. Other fans don't see this stuff. If if uh, Harland does, uh, Harland does that, it's all oh, you know. He's he's the new thing, but. He knew, mate. He knew. He, he was. He was excellent for that. For and his movement, just yeah, just getting that that little half yard of space yeah, either side right of him, right, and yeah. his reaction time, it's it's excellent. But I still yeah. look at Harry and think he's not quite there this year. The, the goals he's, are going in. It's better. It's eight yeah. goals in his first nine. It's his joint yeah. best start to a Premier League yeah. season. There's only the in front of him. Seventeen, eighteen season. Yeah. All the stats. But, are that's a good it's thing, good. isn't it? It's yeah. it's a good thing. We're third in the table. He's got eight goals, and we're looking at him thinking he's not quite on form yet. And yeah. like I say, that bit in the first half where you saw where he had that really easy ball, and he overhit it. Yeah, I think there was one in the second half where he turned, and you thought now play him through, and he held the ball too long and things. It's not quite the 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 hundred percent Kane yet, and mm. and that's why I think it's such a good sign because yeah, neither yeah, Son or Kane are on form, yeah. and we're third. Dale, yeah. I, just want to, I want to bring you in, Dale, if I can, because yeah. Kane has now scored 12 goals in his last 12 Premier League games. He's net in each of his last four appearances. It is his joint longest ever streak in the Premier League. And then to add on that as well, we've got the old Kane and Son combination. Yeah, They're up yeah. to 43 goal combinations now. I mean, overall, Dale, listen, I know there might not be everybody on the on top, top form, but... Isn't it a fact that we've got so much to look forward to? We're only getting better, right? It, it bodes well that, I mean, it doesn't bode well that, that people are moaning. But if you look at Twitter, you know, and you read all the schmucks, you know, moaning and groaning about this isn't Tottenham's, you know, way. It's very hard barometer, isn't it, to look at Twitter and try and get a reasonable sense of opinion. Yeah, on it. you know, all, all, the, all the, the, the fans, and for those listening to audio, I'm, I am doing air quotes, those fans that are just moaning even when we win. It's... Um, but, but it, it does bode well, you know. Um, Kane and Son, even though they they combined today, they haven't this season had 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 that combination that that six sets thing that they had last season and the season before. I don't know why it is. Can't put my finger on it. Uh, but for whatever reason, they haven't clicked in the manner that we are used to seeing them. You know, breaking fast, um, no look passes, pinging balls to each other. Um, and as you say, you know, it, the fact that we're still in third gear, my God, if we start clicking when it oh, happens, yeah. you know, we're going to purr. You know, we'll, we'll get Kulashevsky back. 
Yep. Um, and we'll we'll start playing because we have to because we will do. And well, like he adds balance, doesn't he, to the team? I mean, we know about Kulisevsky, what he does give, he gives amazing balance to the team. We've yeah. seen that when he plays. But, you know, like we said, Hoibo playing out of his skin, Cesc coming, starting for the first time in, in a while, and really, well, man of the match, you know, just um, Bentoncourt, just like beautiful, silky play, you know, Romero bombing forward, Dyer a rock. It it really does bode well. I won't get carried away. You know, we haven't beaten Man City, you know, 4-0 at the Etihad, but really good win. Really good performance and great character. Why are you laughing? What am I saying? Have I got my cock no, out? You, uh, Nathan, I know he's laughing. It's Nathan's it's coming funny, in. My Nathan. wife says Lee looks more sexy every show. All oh, right. Well, he does. He's a good looking oh, no, guy. I'm not going to lie, mate. I, I kind of know, mate, to be fair. To happy days. But no. <laughs> no Nathan, go go I, I just, I just want to pick up on Sank on, on Kane as well. And, and you say if buts, maybes. But, Jake, you mentioned Sank earlier in the show about Arsenal. And I totally agree. If it wasn't Arsenal at the top of the league, if that was Liverpool, which we all expected, it'd be calmer. It is Liverpool. People will be calmer. People will be chilled. People will be like, hang on a minute. We are right in the mix here. We are in the mixer. Eight games in for the title and all that sort of stuff, right? But it's not. It's Arsenal up there, so it hurts a bit more. If Haaland, and it's obviously a big hit, but if Haaland had still been playing for Dortmund this year, Kane would be top scorer. Kane's top of the goal scorer. But he's having a shocking season. He's not, he's not good enough, but He's he scored eight in nine. So so he keeps plugging away. He keeps doing the business. Yes. And if he keeps doing that, that can only be good for Tottenham. Because as, as all of you have said, Son and Kane are, are a joke. I mean, together, 43 goal involvement, duo goal involvement now. Yes. They've still probably got what, Rick? Two, what, three, four, five years left in them, whatever. Uh, that's the frightening thing, isn't it? But also just to add on that as well... Um... That's actually our first open play goal scored by a Spurs away player from home since Kane's header at Forest on the 20th of August. So, again, it just kind of reiterates the point. There's still so much more of this Spurs team looking to click, looking to gel. And there is a reason to be so excited. Obviously, he's the reason. But overall, uh, ending that first half, Basuma. Now, it's interesting. He's the, he's the reason. we playing on Wednesdays this season. Go on, Ricky Benton. Go on, my son. On his, on his teammate, Basuma, there's been reports, obviously, Conte's been concerned about his tactical indiscipline. And again, I think that's shown in the first half today. A needless booking picked up. It's obviously the second time he's done that. The other start at West Ham. And it did mean that he was on an unnecessary tightrope for the remainder of that game until subbed. So, I mean, again, I think going into halftime, you'd probably have to say that Brighton were the better side since the goal. Uh, Casado testing Lloris. First of all, Lewis Dunk not far away at all. Then Solly March drilling wide. It was a real test going into halftime. Jace, overall, was you concerned by the way in which that first half was ending? Or was you always optimistic that we'd come out in the second half and be able to front it out as we did do and get the win? Well, I was just thinking, um, Bissouma's now been booked three times, isn't he? He'll be our first player suspended and he's barely oh. kicked a ball. That's just nuts. Yeah, how, how he first person that gets a bad or maybe Suma. Kane as well. Kane as well. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, um, you concerned about that? Yeah, the, the last 10 minutes, Brighton certainly. Um, <clears throat> well, I thought the game, you know, we, we said our, our three shots on target were all in our opening 20 minutes. Um, and the, the best of our, our chances came in that first 20 minutes. But I think Brighton as well changed how they're played in fairness. It's not just a question of, oh, then we, we sat on it. I think Brighton, for the first 20 minutes, were 
didn't really high press or anything, then they started to be a lot more aggressive themselves. And always when there's a change in the pattern of the game, it's not just because you decide to do something different. It's sometimes the opposition do something a lot different to it as well. And, and you have to put that in the equation. But um, Hugo made the big save, didn't he? I think it was the Welbeck one where he shot across goal, Lewis Dunk's header, and you thought, good time to get into half-time. Let's just, let's just regain our composure at, at yeah. half-time. But second half, even though Brighton had a lot of the ball, I didn't really feel like Hugo... It, when you're watching it live, it's worse because you, you, you're constantly doing things like this. But I think probably if you now look back on that second half, I don't really remember Hugo having to do too much in that second no, half. Yeah. We were we actually defended a lot more comfortably than than we perhaps realised. And other than the than the the, the uh, I still can't remember his name, the Japanese lad that came on. I don't think they really got behind us or anything other than him. So I am um, gonna have to. We are gonna have to Google it. So we keep we keep obviously speaking about it. Yeah, we are gonna have to find terrible. out who this is. That Tell came on. Me. I am going to try and find out who it is. But Darren, come over to you whilst I'm going to find that out. Mitswaka. Mitswaka. While you're, um, while you're talk, talking about um, uh, Brighton players, if you think what Trossard did to Liverpool, he yeah. barely had a kick today. Yeah. Like, he, he was... He didn't, he did it to us, Darren, at the yeah. White Hart Lane last year. Yeah, he didn't do anything today. And I thought it was it was great to keep him out, out of the game in the manner that we did. Mitoma, there Mitoma. you go. Mitoma, um, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, great player. Um, uh, I thought we did. Well, I thought we did. And, and defensively, just looked great. I thought Ben Davis looked great as well. Stepping in for Longley, looked very assured. Um, just great. Sessignon. Goes back to point, Darren, right? A team performance today, right? As you team said. A team performance. Yeah. yeah. That that yellow card, by the way, was similar to um, Royals sending off, wasn't it? It was just needless. Both players running away from goal, yep. not yep. going I, anywhere. I, and it's like, oh, come on. Like, yeah. just I wonder whether VAR was going to have a little look at the old, because he did come in with a bit of a chopping, motion yeah. type scenario. Again, mm. yeah, obviously it's against our, you know, it's our players, so we're glad that we didn't get checked, but or whatever, mm. but you do want consistency, don't you? If Royal sent off for that, then then Kasuma could have been in a bit of trouble, couldn't but he? Just the man, just the manner of the, the challenge. Like he wasn't going anywhere. Like he, no. was, he was running away from goal. So why yeah. hack him down and 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 get yourself booked and have a free kick in a dangerous area? Like I said, yeah. the Royal one, the uh, the Romero one at the end was the most brainless one of the lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to yeah. Phil Cornwell, obviously. Listen, Spurs Phil show, Cornwell. one of the originals. L. Love the show, battle winning ways. Massive respect to Phil. Thank you so much, Phil, for joining us on last one on Spurs there. Um, guys, what we are going to do is we are just going to go for our next break of the show for our listeners and audio. Okay, Antonio's here. Antonio, look, needless to say, it's been a really difficult few days for you personally. How, how have you handled it, handled it all? It must have been really difficult. Yeah, honestly, honestly, uh, it's, a, it's a tough period. It's a tough period. Uh, because uh, what happened uh, is uh, is incredible. It's difficult no, to explain because uh, no one, no one could expect this uh, this type of situation about Giampiero. The last time that I spoke with him was uh, on Thursday, because uh, he had a bit of fever and he asked me to stay at home. For Giampiero, the work was uh, the most important. Uh, thing in his uh, in his life, and um, um, I, I think that in only in only ten months, 
um, he left uh, uh, here he left uh, a lot of positive situation because uh, um, I felt I felt the uh, I felt the the feeling no, uh, of the players uh, what happened is uh, in these uh, last three days uh, and uh, I felt the um, Tottenham environment um, the situation hit everybody everybody and uh, it means that uh, Giampiero left something in our heart I know I know him uh, from 30 years because I was before his player and then we worked together and in my experience with Tottenham I wanted him again to stay with with me and for sure it was an important choice for me because I have seen the relationship that he created with the with the players, uh, but with, uh, I repeat, with uh, every single person in, uh, in, in Tottenham. Yeah, but sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, life is not, uh, yeah, there is sometimes that the life uh, uh, put you in, uh, in a difficult situation, but at the same time, I think that we have to try to cope in the best possible way to overcome this situation, but don't forget Giampiero, because uh, we never, f- uh, forget Giampiero, forget uh, Giampiero. Live, uh, we live in my in my heart, in my in my head, and I know that uh, for sure uh, he'll try to to give us uh, an end to to help us uh, for for the future. Let's look at the uh, the game today. Um, very good win against a very good side. Yeah, but uh, a good win. I think that uh, we showed a great personality here, and uh, we played a game with. Uh, we played a brave game, uh, and we put a lot of pressure. Uh, we accept the uh, men in every zone of the pitch. Uh, I think that we deserve to win in a difficult uh, in a difficult game because don't forget Brighton is a really good team. The position on the table showed that they. Uh, they are doing very well. They had a really good start in the season. To win away here uh, wasn't easy, but uh, yeah, we are. We must be happy. We must be happy at the same time now, and uh, we have to prepare in the best possible way the game on Wednesday. And for this reason, uh, my I have uh, to ask uh, something to our uh, fans. To create a fantastic atmosphere, because uh, the team and I, we want to go through to the next round, and uh, we know that in the next two games will be decisive. We have to try to to play with uh, 13 players, uh, 11 players, more two players. The two players has to be our fans uh, on Wednesday. Just finally, to change the system today. Eve came in, Bis came in. Matt Doherty started for the first time this season. Sess obviously up and down that left side. Were you happy with everything? Happy with how it worked? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy because today and uh, Matthew played his first game in this season, finally. And uh, Sessegnon played uh, a really good game and he showed it, uh, that he's a reliable player. Uh, he's a really young player, but and, uh, he's improving a lot. 
and uh, Beast played uh, from the start and uh, he played a good game. And then at one point I wanted to change uh, to, to put uh, another striker because uh, uh, I was seeing that the, the team was uh, was doing down, okay? And uh, I, wa I wanted to, to send a signal to my team. I put a striker, we have to go to try yeah, forward and to try to, to score the second goal and not only to, to defend. It was positive uh, for Skippy because Skippy played finally also after a really bad injury. And uh, yeah, a lot of positive things. Now we have to recover well and to prepare the game on Wednesday because uh, Wednesday will be a, a sportive war and then we have to be ready with our fans because uh, we need to, to get three points. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you very much. Giampiero uh, brought a smile to all of our faces whenever we saw him, you know. He, um, no matter kind of what mood you were in, whenever you saw him, you couldn't help but have a joke at him or, or, or give him a hug and, and everything else was all right. Um, look, we're, re we're really going to miss him. And, and like you said, it's been a, it's been a tough week for, for most of us. I think that's the important thing to point out here while we're talking about Giampiero, because obviously look, he was a master of his, of his profession, wasn't he? Bottom line. But, I mean, you've lost a friend, all of you, because you got on with him so well, all, all of you, and I can't underestimate that, really. No, exactly. I said to um, Eric today, my kids picked me up from the training ground, um, I think it was on the on the Wednesday before, before the Arsenal game, and he, and he was behind us, and you know, and they said, Daddy, is that your friend? And and normally you would just say, that's one of the one of the coaches, you know. But I was like, no, that, that, that is one of my friends. And, um, and that's what he was to us, you know. He was more than... More than a coach, he was a friend. He was somebody that we he texted me when we was, when I was going international. Um, so yeah, look, it's it has been pretty tough for, for all of us. For our watching audience on YouTube, we've got a good nearly 800 of you plus joining us here on a Saturday night. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you again to the wonderful Lee McQueen, Darren Altman, Jason McGovern here on a Spurs win on a Saturday night. We had a lovely tribute to start the show for the wonderful Gian Piero Ventroni, of course, sad passing. Go back and listen to the last one on Spurs at the start if you didn't catch that. Um, but just a reminder, if you need reminding the last one on Spurs, I'm sure you don't. No, we are delighted, of course, as well, to be sponsored by NordVPN. Nord are, of course, listen, one of the most high-profile now VPNs out there you can find. We're delighted that we've been sponsored by them for the season. And, of course, we've been making the point that on Spurs' Champions League journey across Europe this season, it is, again, the perfect opportunity to use them because always when you're away, you want to catch your favourites. Now, again, there's been links to what is your favourites. Well, in Jason's case, of course, it is the underwater volleyball. Uh, for many out there, it will be another first sight. Tire volleyball, boy. Yeah, tire volleyball. Championships at the moment. Thailand robbed today. Shocking defeat. You showed me that, Jason, the stats. It was almost Spursy, I have to say, by that. It was Spursy. Yep, 2-0 up against the Americans. Lose <laughs> the third set. Have two match points in the fourth. Lose that one. Lose the fifth. They go home with all the glory, everyone's favourite team, the entertainers, but they're knocked out. Very Spursy, yeah. And then you wonder why, like I say, there's other sports out there for you. Again, with regards to NordVPN, you can use them across all different platforms. Um, when you're away, of course, like I say, use them to catch up on your favourite sport. 
even music, Spotify, YouTube, they're great. They're coming handy for that. We've got a discount on the screen we're going to share with you right now. And you can go to nordvpn.com forward slash LWS to get yourself a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus four months free. And it is completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day back money guarantee. Right, guys, we are going to make sure we're going to see you off. We've got match of day coming soon. It's Saturday night, so we're going to squeeze in, of course, Frankfurt as well. But before Rich, we do... Just, just, really, just try to interrupt you, but um, I don't even see that. I don't know if it's coming out yep, very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Spurs um, have just tweeted that, which is the shirt that uh, that Hugo Lloris had. Um, oh, and it's brilliant. been completely signed and with some messages and stuff. I don't know. You'll see it on, the, on social media, pick it up. It's right, officially yeah. from the club. It's in, incredible. It's really good for, for wow. Jean Piero. So, yeah. you know, just thought I'd share that. It's just come no, up on, on social media. No. Yeah, and like I say, a really emotional down last one on Spurs. Really emotional match we've, again, witnessed and watched and have to come back and do a review on the game. Like I say, it just, just feels like the whole game powered into insignificance to some degree today. When you look at the build-up and then just the emotions of every single Spurs player. But um, Dow, let's start the second half with you. It was a really important header from Basuma to really stop Brighton from actually going on to potentially equalise in the box. And then we saw Christian Romero literally putting his bollocks on the line to stop Brighton from scoring at one point. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, again, this was a game where you could see there was a real togetherness of that squad, solidarity, like we said earlier. And, you know, Spurs really at times, there was that concern that maybe, maybe potentially that they were showing that promise on the counter, but they were allowing right, Brighton to have chances. And it was a risky pattern of play. And we could see Conte actually getting frustrated on, on the touchline. And then we saw Harry Kane, a great opportunity to put Spurs two up. Christian Stellini calling for a charlatan to get really and come on to deafening whistles of boos. And it saw Spurs going back to a 3-4-3 with a charlatan coming on for Basuma, who was booed at the Amex. Do you think, Darren, looking back now, was that the right decision? Obviously, Spurs went on to win. Were you happy that we reverted back to that formation with Richardson coming on? Um, yeah, I, I wasn't... Um, I've just got my looking at my notes now. Yeah, I wasn't too upset, actually. And I thought it was, if anything, positive, you know. Uh, Richarlison's an attacker, and I thought it was a brave decision. I thought, you know, let's, you know, you got a choice. You stick or twist. Do you try and shut up shop for 45 minutes for, uh, or do you try and get that second goal and put it to bed? Good night, God bless. We'll be back. The we'll be going up the M23. So um, I thought it was a brave decision, but I completely agree with you in terms of um, the team performance. Massive solidarity today, and really, really working hard um and yes we let brighton in it and they started to play and we had to defend deeper and deeper but i mean i don't know just even when it was um uh, all over our, our our box um we were just so good throwing bodies on the line and it was it was it was such a brave performance i really yeah. genuinely i'm like lee my glass is always half full if we get beat i get pissed off and then automatically think oh but we can learn from that we can learn from that you know like the north london derby yeah. and and we did learn from that and we, we we won away today and and i just think that with this we can learn again and i, I definitely think we'll beat frankfurt I, I there's no way we won't beat frankfurt at home um and then who have we got afterwards we've got um uh is it everton, or everton. Is it, yeah it's the next week everton. yeah it's the next week yeah. It all bodes well. It all bodes well. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. Yeah. I, th I thought the second half performance was great. Yes, mm. we, yes, they, we let them in to a certain extent. Mitoma played well, but um, I just positives, 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 positives. 
I don't know what you think, Jase. Again, I mean, we, we saw Conte actually going really frustrated on the touchdown during that second half. I mean, Spurs twice played to make the right pass on the transition, and both Davis and Son were really guilty of giving away the ball. And you, you just obviously had that concern that obviously with the game still being at one nil until you kill it off, there's always a chance for the opposition. Uh, we saw Harry Kane heading Son's free kick wide of the goal, and um, actually a lovely trademark finish from Son. That was it. Was subsequently then later ruled Sorry. off for offside. It was a tight call to be fair and then we almost got caught overplaying James because setting on the guilty party actually this time before Danny Welbeck fired wide and that also we saw Conte getting really livid on the touchline and instantly saw the call for Perisic to come on now it actually looked like when Perisic initially came on that he was actually going to slot into the left side of the midfield three with Cesc Stuart left wing back but actually saw the Croatian um, go up into the front three for the first time taking Son's position so just getting your thoughts Jason on those subs yeah, I didn't mind. Like Darren says, I haven't had a problem with it being 3 4 3 at any stage. As I said, I think a lot of it is whatever formation you make, it's it's doing your jobs you're given. It's being aggressive. It's it's playing at a certain tempo. And I, I just think that there are times today, maybe because it was two, and then Conte is getting frustrated because that, that quality ball is missing, that you think, well, the option for the for if it goes through to Kane, he has an option to go right or left with his pass rather than just constantly going into Sonny. So that's that's where the benefit of the man not being in midfield and suddenly up front comes in. And I've said all along, haven't I? I think his whole system is designed to get as much space for those front three to go into. And when it works, it works so well. But we've just not not got the ball at the right times to make the system work work particularly. But no, I had no problem with... And I think Perisic just brings a little bit of experience know-how onto the pitch as well, doesn't yeah. he? There's there's a little bit... I mean, let's be honest, there's there's not many options other than that as an attacking option to do, is there? At the moment, you've got no Sanchez on the no bench, you've got Spence on the yeah. bench, you've got Skip yeah. on the bench. Uh, yeah. Who else is on the bench today? I, I can't remember who else is on the bench, but... Got Sarah and you know, on there, of course. Exactly, well, Sarah's another one as well. So, yeah. you know, no, I was quite pleased with the, with the switch, although... Richard, um, who then came on? Skip came on. I can't remember who yeah, Skip came, came on. on for Kane. So I think for we, Kane. we changed uh, yeah. for Kane. So again, we had yeah. to we had to change a little bit. But I think that was the the injury that did that. But um, mm. no, no problem with that formation change at all. Lee, come over to you. Harry Kane, Matt Doherty, both with some brilliant last ditch defending. And Joe actually loved um, when that huge tackle in the Spurs box from Doherty to stop Trossard. Well, stopping a shot from eight yards, it would yeah. look. It was like almost a goal had gone in because Eric yeah. Dyer gave him a massive, massive hug. And you, hug you know what I love? Yeah. You know what I love about watching Tottenham these days defensively. We celebrate a sliding tackle or a last ditch challenge like scoring, and that's what we've said about teams for years on last one on Spurs. So how nice is it that we're now doing that? And Conte, to be fair to him, he's been massively part of that since coming in. That defending is just as important as scoring. I think it's I think it's massive. I think that you know in society nowadays we don't celebrate stuff. It seems like you know everything's so serious all the time. We're always waiting for the next big thing or the next thing to happen. You know you have to celebrate moments. You have to enjoy moments. That's what we. That's what they're doing it for. You know if anything if if anything uh, with um, with what's happened this week, the tragedy that's happened this week, it shows you that you should be appreciative and celebrate the small things that happen. And if that's a, a tackle on the pitch or if that's a, you know, a goal or if that's, you know, a team coming together, you know, it, it, it bodes well. I mean, when when teams are together, generally in life, when you're working together as a team and they're together um, and you're happy, you you play better. And if you're as together saw, as, as a team, saw, you go, Lee, you go and sorry, win. 
sorry to interrupt you, Liz. We saw back in the last season, everyone together, fans, 100%. manager, team, 100%. and we got top four. Yeah, 100%. Look, Harry Kane had a haircut. Turns up, bang, bang, back of the net. Like, that's how it works, right? You know, people are happy. Like, I don't know, it sounds stupid, really stupid, but it, it is not. It is, it is true. I, don't think, I've, I, I think we, we beat Arsenal uh, at our place last season before a ball was kicked. We beat them before we even walked out the pitch. And I yeah. think that, that's what we've got. We, we've got to all galvanise now and, and get a bit of positivity because it's so easy for people to be negative and say, oh, yeah, but, you know, Conte's playing like Mourinho. You know, it's it's dull to it's watch. This isn't Spurs. It's not. It's completely different. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. But you'd be surprised the amount of people that do think that. Yeah. But again, I, I would question. Like I say, I mean, we, we, to go to that point again, there's there, for those people that obviously want Antonio Conte to come to the club. I, I have to keep making this point that Conte was never a pet manager or a ticky tacker manager. He's very similar to Mourinho, not in the style of play, but essentially you have to give him exactly what he wants to be successful. And if you give him exactly what he wants, he'll be successful. He's proved that at Inter, he's proved that at Juve, he's proved that at Chelsea. So if you give the man what he wants, he will win. And I think what Spurs have learned is, so far, is that, again, this will be up for debate again, because some will not agree with me. If you back him to the degree of what he does want generally, you do get success. Now, there'll be that argument again, was it the war just in the summer? Did we give him exactly what he wants? But all I can say is that, we are in a process. And if you hear Conte talk all the time, he's talking about a process. He's talking about two to three to four windows. It's not all going to happen straight away. And I think the way he's talking is good to see. It's not just about the now. There is visions for the future. It can't all be done in one window. I think as well, Rick, if I, if I can, um, the big difference in Mourinho football, both, both of them to a degree play counter-attack football, men behind the ball. My problem with Mourinho is we try and score the first goal and that was it. We then just, we, that, that's it. And when we used to break, we broke with just purely with Son and Kane. So it became an 8 0 2 formation on the break. Conte breaks and tries to break in numbers. It's not with total isolation. You've got two fullbacks that you see that in the first minute with a, with a right wing back trying to cross to a left wing back. We would never have had two fullbacks high up the pitch under Mourinho. Mourinho got freaked by that 3 0 West Ham collapse. And, and was completely freaked by it, never never to be seen again, anything like that. So there is, there is a difference. You know, there's no way Mourinho would have taken off um, Bissouma and brought on Richarlison today. No, no, no way at all. Absolutely not. No way absolutely at all. Not. Fact, no, he'd he'd probably taken Kane, Son off first. Put Skippy on. Yeah, he'd have brought him <laughs> We would have gone 5-4-1 and, and yeah. tried to break. So Just, th there is a difference. I, I get why people... I understand people look at it and think it's it's playing on the counter-attack. This is just Mourinho football. It's nowhere near Mourinho football. No. Yeah. No. And again, yeah, I think that's an easy judgment. If, yeah. if, if I can, yeah. it's, it's weird, actually. I've got the blue book out. Um, and I've just been having a look, and I've said a few, few of these before, but you know, when, when Klopp took over Liverpool um, in their transitional piece, we, we finished above them four seasons on the trot under the Klopp transition. So Klopp was already there. Their, their saviour was already there. And we finished above them still four times. And it's only recently that they've obviously flipped, to, flipped, flipped across. Obviously, they've done it in the Champions League final. Um, and since then, they they were the winners of the Champions League in 1819. They won the Premier League in 1920. They won the League Cup in 21-22. They won the FA Cup in 21-22. They've had eight finals, four wins, three title races um, as well, and, and won the title once during that spell. 
but it took him three and a bit years to get to the point where he was doing that stuff. Does that yeah. make sense? Where I'm trying yeah, to and, and the same, I don't, I don't know the stats, Lee, but the same was for Ferguson. I don't think he'd won anything for like three or four seasons at Man no. U. He did nothing. Yeah, no, exactly. And they, and, they, and they believed in him. They believed in him. No, no, for sure. You look, you look at Man City, Man City, even with the power of Chelsea, the power of Liverpool, the, the immense wage spending structure that it can have at Manchester United, Man City have still won the title four times out of the last five. Yes. So, it's, you know, it's, it's it's a massive ask. So when people are kind of going, and I'm not, I'm not I still think, deluded, you can call me, it's no problem. I still think if City hit some sort of buffer at some stage, Tottenham could be there to mop it up. That's what I think. And I, and I think that we're, <laughs> we're, one, we're one point behind them. And yes, at the moment, it looks like Haaland's going to score 40 goals. And it looks like City are going to you know, have the, the title wrapped up by, by what Christmas. But are they? We're one point behind them. So you just got to put it into context. All we can keep doing is 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 going and winning games and getting results. And before that Arsenal game, which hurt all of us, um, before that Arsenal game, we were 13 Premier League games unbeaten. We got yep. beat. Now we're back on the road again. So if we go another 13 games unbeaten on this yep. little run, it takes up to the World Cup and we'll be probably second, third, in and around, one, two points off the top. So we can yep. ask him, yeah, guys. Like, like, like I say, Lee, it, you take Arsenal's name out of it. We lost to the league leaders with exactly. ten men. With ten men, we lost to the league yeah. leaders with ten men. Yeah. So you know, it, it's it's like I say, if that had been anyone else, if we'd lost at Chelsea, if we'd have lost at City, if we'd have lost at Liverpool, if we'd have lost at Man United as league leaders, if we'd have lost to Newcastle as league leaders, there would not have been the meltdown that it, that there is because of who it is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, guys, conscious of time. Um, just to kind of fin- summarise and finish this game itself, into those final minutes, Spurs were getting deeper and deeper. Kane won a foul near to the box to relieve some pressure. Kane actually did get some treatment upon leaving the field, in which Skip then eventually replaced him. He was walking a bit gingerly when he came off, and he did confirm in his post-match interview with Ryan Sessing that he did pick up an injury. But just to allay fears, said he's confident that he should be fine for Spurs' upcoming games. But just to summarise, team-wise, defensively, let's start with... Actually, we'll start with Darren on this. Uh, Darren, defensively, Romero, I thought, again, a couple of really good tackles from him. Eric Dyer, really important tackle from him in the beginning, led the line well. Ben Davis, a seamless return for Ben. Lovely to see him back in the team, performing well. Uh, Doherty, he'll be great, of course, for the fact that he's got some decent minutes under his belt. Sessing Young awarded man the match overall. Darren, finally, defensive thoughts from Tottenham. Happy right. with that defence overall? Yeah, but not only defending really well and obviously keeping a clean sheet, but what they offer, uh, funnily enough, going forward. We saw Dyer against Frankfurt. He, he set out his stall really early with those um, left-to-right cross-field pings, and he did a couple of them today. Romero, as I said earlier, as I say, uh, as I said earlier, um, really getting up the pitch um, and not not being afraid to get forward. So not only are they, um, you know, die of the rock, Sessignon getting back. So not only do they offer really, really strong defensive performances, but what they offer in terms of switching defence into attack as well. I, I think they're all playing really, really well. I think yeah. they've got that they've got not just the the nuts and bolts defending, but the mm. vision to 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 break forward or to ping a ball uh, yeah. or to see an opportunity to to find space. Yeah, um, Jordan, yeah. And Doherty's cheekbones, as I say, you know, absolutely. <laughs> and 
you have to say those tight tight shorts and those thighs are them them thighs as i say wonderful and those plums treats are what it's a, it's a wonderful treat for the eye as i say those those close-knit two v2s in them shorts as i say so uh really enjoyed it really great there's 800, 800 plus watching this game. What is going on right now? It's the wonderful Darren Altman. Sorry, voiceover, I, 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 I impressionist. That hasn't let us down so tonight. Satisfying. There's, there's some impressions, as, as Phil would, Phil Cornwall would know. They just feel satisfying to do, and, and to say, as I say, <laughs> I can do. <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. I, I miss I miss Phil doing Juanny Ramos. Oh, yeah. the one day Ramos. We got Juanny Ramos with the cockroach. The cockroach. Juanny Ramos was brilliant. Give us some more. Big, Ma big Martin Yard. Yard. that was great, wasn't it? We got, one, Martin, have we got a last call for Boris, Darren. We got a last no, call for no, Boris. No, no, no. Boris. What, 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 this, this is almost retired. Uh, it, uh, it, it's all. You have to get your Liz Truss out, right? Emerson Royal. I would never want to, 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 to see him in a Spurs shirt again. Castigat would do more. Huzzah. There you go. And then if you do this, hold on. If you do this, <laughs> hey, big boy, young man, look at me. Fuck off. <laughs> and that, I can tell that was Conte after the Arsenal game there, brutally yeah. in the changing room. That's what really happened there. The wonderful Darren Altman, always a pleasure. Darren on last one of Spurs. Guy's an absolute legend. Honestly, Darren, the comments are getting bad for you here. Lots of love for you. Jay's coming over to you just to summarize on midfield. Uh, Benton Corp. I don't say he lost a number of times in possession of midfield, but he did work ever so hard for Spurs. Had a shot early on, could have led to a goal. And Basuma, listen, had a good, what, 70 minutes there. The problem with Basuma, again, you're going to say, and I will say this, that, you know, he gets that yellow card early. And this is what Conte is talking about, that tactical indiscipline, where if you compare him to Hoybier, Hoybier's playing, you know, mostly, what, two or three games at the moment, a week at the moment. He's someone that you can constantly rely on, driving force in both halves to Hoybier. Pivotal for the goal today. Um, ability to, in a way, to come was get fouled and then win a free kick. I know some people, I think Jack put credit to him, he likened it to Gareth Barry. Almost a skill to be able to get fouled, win a free kick, break up play. I just wonder, like I say, if, again, you look at that today, Basuma, there's more to come from him. Do you think at that midfield, we're going to see that often, that free, Jace? I think when Kulazewski comes back, he'll go back to 3-4-3, three, three, personally. Um, but there's, of course there's a lot more to come from Bissouma. Uh, it's been a, a patchy start, particularly the impact that I think of all the summer signings, I think everyone was more excited about Bissouma than than anyone else. Um, but like I say, I, I think come come February, March, April time, you'll see a Bissouma in, in full flow and I think we'll all enjoy enjoy watching that. And I think Conte will enjoy, enjoy having him in the team. But it's it's been a, a sluggish start, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to get over that. I'm just trying to see the rest of the comments. Yeah. Just all the love for Darren. Honestly, so much love for him. Lee, come over to you to summarise on the forwards before we look ahead to Frankfurt for a quick five. Uh, Kane again today. Listen, we keep saying this about Kane every week. Not his best game, but he's scoring again. Sonny, Sonny listen, he again today was effective at times. You'll be disappointed that he hasn't scored. I just wonder, Lee, for you, what you're thinking of Son, because um, again today... Not on the score sheet. Did obviously score the hat-trick against Leicester. Definitely more to come. And then Richarlison, obviously only given a brief cameo, but did try late on to connect to a Perisic ball across the face of the goal. Pretty much it from him. Forwards summary for, Lee, for you, Lee? Yeah, I mean, well, obviously Kane uh, scored and Song got an assist. So 
it's terrible, isn't it? Like, obviously, that's not good enough because they were both not very good, but they still got a consistent <laughs> goal. Um, but that's the expectations, that's the standards that they set themselves, I suppose, in, in a positive way. I thought Charleston was a bit wasteful today, to be honest. I thought Son was quite wasteful with some of his passing. There definitely needs to be some improvement in in that area. Um, and, and actually, playing two up top today, I thought, oh, Sane and, um, uh, Sane and Kane, uh, Con. I was going to say Sane and Con. Um, that's, what, that's what I did a couple of weeks ago. People yeah, today know, didn't do that. It's, it's easily done. They did link. I mean, you could say, I thought, oh, you know, they're going to be closer together and the two are going to link up more. Well, they did because he got an assist and he got a goal. So I don't really know what else to say other than, you know, Kane's now, what, 101 away Premier League goals. That's seven mm. more than anyone else in history. I think he's now someone to know, Peter Rainey, created a piece, I think, 10 off Jimmy Greaves. Martin, so if, that is, if that is the case. Eight and nine. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, it's because what? We're just used to it. It's almost like, we're not bored of it, but our opposition fans are. They're bored of it. They're bored of the fact they keep scoring all the time. I remember seeing Thierry Henry back in the day scoring for that lot down the road. And you just get bored of it, don't you? I think, oh, for God's sake, he's starting to score again, score again. Haaland, he keeps scoring. But at the moment, he's fresh. He's new, isn't he? So it's like, it's a new, shite, briny object, object that everyone goes, oh, Haaland. We all get bored of it soon when he keeps bloody scoring, bloody scoring. But look, <laughs> everything that Kane's doing is 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 incredible. What what yeah. what I think that would really help. What I think will make a massive difference in the team of uh, the squad, the people that we've got now, is actually playing Richarlison as a nine with Kane as a ten, like actually as their numbers. Do, do you see what I mean? Like even when, even when a uh, somebody said earlier that uh, formation when we had the formation up earlier with a three-five-two, that would be perfect for Madison. But even you know, there's, I don't understand why there's no reason why you can't. Kane likes to naturally now in his game drop back into that kind of in that pockets of space. So why not then put the other two as as the focal point rather than Kane not being there because he's dropped back and therefore there's no focal point. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not articulating myself very well. But the point yeah, being yeah. is that he wears nine on the back of his shirt, so play him as a nine and and, and drop. You know, sometimes right strikers they switch around like this, right? They go either side, or wide players go actually yeah. swap wings. Why don't why don't this happen? Oh, do you know what? I'm I'm the furthest man forward. I'm going to do that for a bit and just drop back. So yeah. You have the ability yeah. to do that in game. Yeah. Then you have to yeah. change the personnel. Yeah. But he does do that naturally, like you were saying, like, especially with Sun. It's, 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 they, they've got this ability to just forward, back, left, right. That, that, that's what they do. It's, it's almost, they, they haven't done it this, they haven't clicked. The irony being that, 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 that they, they linked up today for the goal. But I mean, we're not seeing it as much as, as, we, as we used to. But you could argue that that is what they do. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I think maybe we're not seeing it as much. And I think, you know, with Richarlison as a nine, oh, you right. know, I've never seen him as the focal point, as the as the nine. I haven't seen yeah. that yet. Like even when he came yeah. on today, he was playing on the right, yeah. on the right yeah. side of a three. Like when we changed the formation, and and what I'm saying is that came to get some of that control in the centre circle or in the middle of the park, and then for Richarlison to move across from the right into the middle and play as a nine, because you know he played as a nine. I mean, I think King Holland just said he plays as a nine for for Brazil. He played as a nine. Everton. Um, Everton. Everton, and he yep. wears nine on his back for our fantastic great football club. So yeah. I, I just think there's some some movement. When you look at some of the other players, like 
Man City is, is obviously the, the one that everybody kind of is looking at. When you see some of the movement of where they are, the, the, now with Haaland, they've always got somebody that, that could... Yeah. I mean, De Bruyne is literally loving it because he can just look up and go, I know where I'm putting that. Whereas before, when they didn't have like an, a, a kind of a traditional number nine, people were inverting, they were changing, they were moving yeah. around all of the time. And that, that also causes problems. But yeah. I just think that we need to... We need to just, I suppose, over a period of time, that that experiment will work. It will happen more and more in games. I do think that Richarlison coming to a football club has been amazing. It's a great signing, but it, it has almost disrupted certain aspects. You know, Kulusevski, Kane and Son last season were devastating. And we haven't really seen that this year so far. No, no I, think, I just always think as well with, with Harry at the moment, It's um, we might not like to admit it ourselves, but I think there is a a problem where where Conti's probably looking at it, thinking where can Harry's lack of physical effort defensively where can I hide it? Because like That's I say, point. If you, a wonderful point. There, that. I, I promise yeah. you, if you there's various times a day you can stop it. Even when Brighton were coming late, and I know he got fouled on the edge of our box, but there's a hell of a lot of the game is just going on around Harry at that point, and. You know, he talks in that international break about how he's managing his physicality, how he's getting runs of games behind him now. But you won't really see him. He'll he'll try and close the space down, but he doesn't really go with the intensity into a challenge. There are a lot of times a centre-half just wanders past him with the ball because maybe because he thinks, if I try and make the block tackle, then that ankle's gone for another, you know, another three or four months out. And so he's, I think he's having to manage manage that physicality without the ball and the downside of that is he's not making those physical challenges like like he was three or four years ago and so I think Conti's got to think where can I hide that because if I end up with him trying to help in midfield and he doesn't make a challenge we will get outnumbered despite the fact he's in there and teams will pass around him and I think that's that's part of it and we might not like to might not to might not like to admit it, but I think you notice it with England even more, how so much of England's game now disappears around him without him being involved. And it is a problem, I think, both internationally and for Tottenham to, to try and work out how we get how we work out Harry without the ball. There's, mm. there's another problem, Jace, as well, yeah. is that 990 minutes of football that has been afforded to Harry Kane this year so far, like them all. and he's only not played 27 of them. He yeah. got substituted yeah. 17 minutes before the end against Fulham and 10 minutes before the end, uh, obviously, today. So 27, and, and then and then other, t- it's nine games in the Premier League. Um, it's actually more, because obviously the, the Champions League games as well, and the England games, it's actually even more than that. It's, it's upwards over a thousand minutes worth of football, and he's only had 27 minutes off. So, yep. That's obviously not, and, and that comes back to the point we're making about the nine. Is is there going to be a game? And this is the big question for me. You know, we're talking about well, forward, I, I, like, is there going to be a game, Rick, that Kane doesn't start up front? Because Forest. You well, okay, League Cup, right? But if you've got Decky, sorry, and you've got Son, and you've got Charleston, and they're all fit, and you've got Lucas and uh, Hill and Kane, when is Kane going to get a rest? Dow, what do you reckon? Do you reckon he'll get a rest for the Premier League? Well, he hasn't so far, has he? he? Just keeps on no. playing him and playing him and playing him. And and like and um, uh, he said in his interview with Sky 
today he said i feel great and he said touch wood as long as I, yeah. I feel good and i feel like this i'm going to carry on playing so i mean yeah. that's his job i mean you'll have to ask him do, do you think that do you i think mean that there's no there's no way harry kane that uh, i don't know if you agree dal can you see a time where harry kane says yeah put me on the bench gaffer can you see that dal i can't see it can well, no, i mean he, 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 he didn't intimate um, he intimated today that as long as i feel good and he said i feel yeah. great I, I, yeah. i'm keeping playing he said i'm very lucky to be in this situation so yeah Yep. I, he, might get a few weeks, he might get a few weeks rest over Christmas when, when England are knocked out of the group stage. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. But just, just quick, I, know, I know you want to move on with it, but just, I, think it's, I think it's important because Son always steps up for this football club when Kane's not around. Like, it, literally oh, every single time. And Son's had a tough start to this, this, uh, this yeah. uh, campaign. There's no doubt about it. And if you can imagine a situation where you've got um, Richarlison playing as a number nine, which he wears on his back. Um, Decky, who's fit and coming in from his perfect uh, right-hand side and Son playing. Somebody will automatically step up as the man because Kane's yeah. not on the pitch. And Kane would get a rest. So it would be fascinating to see. I, I'm not having to go at Antonio Conte at all because I don't think all of them have been fit enough already to play all at the same time. Once he's got... And Lucas on there as well because Lucas is a player that he trusts. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, it, I agree, it, Georgie. No I, I, I totally agree, Georgie. Premier League, he'll, he'll play with one leg. He really will. Yeah. But the point being is that if he if he could afford to rest him, I think that goes a long way with everything. He he. In I know a lot's happened this week, but in his post sorry in his pre match interview today, he he basically was about to say. Um, Everybody has to has a rest, and then he realised that he can't say that now because yeah. he's played Kane every game, single, single Premier League game. He can't, yeah. he can't say that, so yeah. you know, hopefully there will come a time because I'd love to see it. I don't want to drop Kane. I love him. He's he's, yeah. he's my favourite player. I'm not going to lie. I love the bloke. He's a, an absolute ledge. But these yeah. Son, Charlison, and Decky with a fit Harry Kane on the bench would be. Unbelievable! It would be unbelievable to see. It would just show you how much we have moved on, um, you know, from a from a reliance perspective. And not, yeah. I'm not I'm not being funny. I'm not. I'm pretty certain if Mo Salah's fit, he plays. I'm pretty certain yeah. if Haaland's fit, he plays. I'm pretty certain if um, uh, Jesus is fit, he plays. But the points I'm making is that they're top players. If they're fit, they play. Yeah. And Kane's no different. But if everybody needs a rest and all the points you've made, Jason, about Kane, and you, it's a great point, spot on. He needs a bloody rest. When's he going to get one? Agreed. Forest? Uh, no, I, I still think it'll be Forest. I, I think it'll be Forest. Again, it's still, it does feel like it's a long way away, but with the game's coming every two or three days, believe me, it will come round fast. Um, Conte said to end the press conference, I know we touched upon, obviously, the sad passing of Gianpio Ventroni there on his press conference. Conte said towards the end of that press conference that many times we try to find the motivation to push these players and to create a situation and to increase the tension. Today, honestly, I did nothing under this aspect. I left them to face the situation. They showed me to be really good people, top men. I said to them just now that I'm proud to be the coach of this team because, first of all, we have top men and really good players. So if you need to know how pleased Antonio Conte is with his Tottenham Hotspur players and squad, You've heard it there. What we are going to do is we are going to go for our final break of the show um, for our listeners and audio. Take you into this break. You're going to hear from a number of Eintracht Frankfurt podcasters very kindly giving us their thoughts ahead of this game. It was a good result for Frankfurt on uh, on Tuesday at home against uh, against Spurs. You know, an nil-nil draw against a side um, in the top four in, in the Premier League. Um, it's a good 
is a good result for them in their first ever um, Champions League campaign. They had some good chances in that match to um, nick all three points. In all fairness, it could have gone the other way as well. Spurs had um, enough chances um, on their side to, yeah, to at least be confident they can get the result um, at home. Frankfurt played at Bochum uh, on Saturday afternoon. Bochum um, hadn't won a game this year in the Bundesliga um, before the match. Ended up winning 3-0. To be honest, Frankfurt looked lethargic, mainly. Even though a few changes were made, they still looked off it. They couldn't find their rhythm. Um, you know, and ultimately they don't have um, perhaps the squad that others do um, to be able to compete. You know, the highest level in the Champions League in midweek and then play uh, in the Bundesliga. So, the changes indicate to an extent that um probably going to concentrate more on the Champions League. I mean, you know, the match on Wednesday um, is more important. You know, the European football is is big for Frankfurt. It's not something they've had a whole lot of in, uh, in their history. You know, it's in the last few years that they've really, um, really pushed on to be a, a regular European side. Um, so... So yeah, they'll, they'll they'll be concentrating on that one on Wednesday, and um, they'll be hoping that that match against Bochum um, was a blip, but definitely plenty um, for for Spurs to be positive about in that respect. You know, after a performance like that, um, good news for Frankfurt will be that Mario Goetze um, will be fit for the match. He played um, and started against Bochum, so you know he, he's ready for that. He's been in good form this season since joining them. Um, you know, putting a put in some good displays, contributed with goals and assists, so he'll be one to look out for. Um Kulumwani, who started against who started the, the the home game against Spurs the other day, um didn't play, so he was he was he was suspended, um so couldn't play couldn't play against Bochum, which means that he'll be ready and raring to go. Um to be honest, I don't see there being that much of a change, really, in terms of um, how Frankfurt set up for that match. In terms of personnel, there might be one or two changes, but on the whole, you know, that's roughly their, their best side. They tried to play two up front against Bochum, that didn't really work at all. Um, Borre and um, Ilario started, and yeah, it, it just wasn't a, wasn't a combination that worked well, so... I would expect, um, yeah, a, a very similar lineup. Similar tactics, maybe a little bit more reserved, obviously being away from home. Um, but, you know, they, they like to hit on the counter attack. They, they like um, to play um, on the back foot and hit on the break with, with pace. They have the players to do that. So, you know, that's certainly something that the Spurs will have to have to have a look at. Um, other players to, to look out for, I mean, in, in that match on Tuesday. But Daichi Kamada's been in great form this season. Um, four goals. He's the top goal scorer in the league. Colin most assists um, as well with five. Lindstrom's another one. Jakic. Um, Jakic and, and Knauf. Knauf in particular on, on the flanks as fullbacks um, can cause problems. Knauf last season in particular was really, really strong. Um, played more on the right, but uh, can play on either side. So those are the main, main danger um, main threats, I would say. All in all, I don't, you know, from, from the games that I've seen anyway from Spurs, they haven't been in particularly great form recently. Um, Frankfurt for this match against Bochum looked um, looked really good. They beat Union Berlin last week. They, they, you know, two games in Champions League without defeat, and they played well against Spurs. I thought um, for last week, so I do think it'll be a close one. I can see another draw, to be honest. Maybe a scoring draw this time. Um, I think you know, both teams have players that both players that can score goals. So um, 
two nil-nil draws would, would be a bit of a surprise. So I'm going to say a 1-1 draw, which would probably suit Frankfurt a little bit more than, more than Spurs, I guess. But um should be an interesting game, one to look forward to. Hi everyone, Crackers here with your late September and October calendar of events that are going on around the country. On Friday the 30th of September, Chrissy Waddles at Worcester Cricket Club that's being put on by Worcestershire Spurs. On the 7th of October, Friday the 7th, the one and only Ledley King at Hereford Football Club being put on by Hereford Spurs. That may well be a sellout, but you might find the odd ticket returned. And on the 14th of October, Friday the 14th of October, the one and only Michael Dawson is at Stevenage FC. So there you go. You've got Worcestershire, Herefordshire, Stevenage, Hertfordshire. Uh, at Mr Cracknell across the socials or Richard at MrCracknell.com on email if you need any further ticket information. Cheers then, bye all, come on you Spurs. We are here again to present Eintracht Frankfurt, the opponent team to, to, to Tottenham for the full match day of Champions League 2022 and 2023. Uh, we can say that um, Oliver Krasen team comes to London Come to London after a, a huge, after EV defeat against Bochum in the last match days of Bundesliga. Uh, the 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 Austrian coach decided to leave out five players in comp- who, which who were on the field uh, against Tottenham in Frankfurt. Uh, they were it was really a huge defeat, but. Uh, we can say that it's also the consequence of uh, Oliver Grasen's choice. We remember that uh, before that match, uh, Bochum have never won a single match in that Bundesliga season. Uh, what about the team who will face Eintracht Frank? We will face um, Tottenham. We can say that it's the system. It should be the same. Three in the back, no matter with Tuta and Dika and Makota Sebe, we can say this is the player, maybe in my opinion, the most important player on the field because his leader is able to play uh, while the ball is uh, good in marking. Then four in the four in the middle, we can say that we have many choices. It could be normally. Uh, what is interesting is on the on the flanks. We can say uh, Knauf. It's maybe or Pellegrini and Pellegrini, and then the two number ten, Jasper Lindstrom, uh, the Dan- the Danish boy, and Mario Goethe, who is in a growing condition. And I think that in the as number nine. Will play Onomwani with uh, Kolomwani, who is, uh, in my opinion, the best striker in the in that in that team. Because we say that, uh, yeah, for example, they had, they have Alario and who played against uh, who played against Bochum. We can say that uh, what 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 kind of match we are to expect in uh, in London. We can say that uh, it's really under Frankfurt. He, is a team who is unable to play 
uh, all defensively. He tried also, always, to play football. And in a very offensive way, we should, we should wait for, we should expect a great, aggressive pressing style, or we say a good pressure to Antonio Conte players. But I think that uh, uh, if uh, Tottenham would be able to take advantage of some weakness in defense, they could win, not easily, but they could grab three points, who will be very important also for Antet Frankfurt. What, uh, what's, what's in my prediction? My prediction is uh, that uh, um, in a narrow way, will win Tottenham, because I think that they are quite superior and uh, maybe they have uh, most most talented player. Of course, if they play in open spaces, could be a very dangerous team because, as uh, we have already said, they have quick and very technical gift player. And uh, playing in that way, it could be a, gr- a great advantage for Enter Frankfurt. Phoenix 51 is a powerful employee technology enabling organizations to make data-driven decisions at every stage of the employee journey from hiring through benchmarking and development too. The platform provides detailed analytics on the most important asset in your business, your people, enabling organizations not only to make the correct hiring decisions, but also how to benchmark, train and retain them. Phoenix 51 powering your people decisions through every part of the employee journey. It does feel like a pivotal game for Spurs in this group, bearing in mind that we always say, win your home games and you've got a really good chance of then qualifying. So thoughts going into it, Jace, and a prediction, please, for Frankfurt. I saw enough to think with from last week that we get that final ball right and we can score goals against Frankfurt, make mistakes, and maybe Frankfurt on another night would have punished us for a couple of the sloppy errors. But I'm more interested to know what the atmosphere will be like because Frankfurt have gone everywhere they've gone. They've got in their thousands. So Great if point. any of any of our ticket holders are not attending next week, I do hope they've made sure that uh, the tickets have gone to English supporters rather than German supporters because it would be nothing worse than seeing 12,000, 13,000 Frankfurt fans in our stadium all over the place. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's yeah. a big one. Can't wait to go over there. And I fancy us to, I fancy us to win 2-0. Yeah, and quite a comfortable night. Yeah, I must say, playing you out, you're going to hear from Antonio Conte, who has given a rousing speech to Tottenham Hotspur fans on Wednesday, what he wants from the fans and their pivotal part to play in Wednesday. So you're going to hear that at the end of this show. Really, really Conte raising the roof to say, look, we need the fans for Wednesday. You're going to hear that from him. And you're also, I'm sure, going to see THFC flag Spurs song sheets come together in these next few days to really ensure we've got a really good atmosphere there. Dal, let's come over to you. It's a pivotal game for Spurs in the Champions League. It's one you think if we win, you maybe say that we're nearly all but there if we can obviously get the uh, maybe final win at home, of course. But overall, Dal, thoughts on the game and a prediction, please? Absolutely. I think I saw enough from that the last game, that nil-nil draw, to think that getting back to ours and I, I... I can't see us losing. I, I'm, I'm with Jason. I reckon two or three. I reckon we score one. We score a couple more. I really do. And especially after today, I think I think today is a special result with everything that's been going on. Um, 
emotionally and the performance and the fact that he knows he can switch the formation and bring in these players and have them play like they did today with heart. And, and yeah. I, I really do want to see this. I keep on banging on about it, but I really want to see this pressing from the start. I just think it's so important. If we yeah. go back into our shell and sit back for 20, 25 yeah. minutes, I just, for me, that's a step backwards. I don't understand it. If we can come out and play like we played today, I reckon we can beat Frankfurt 2-3-0, no problem. I, I think you're spot on, down. I think you agree today, today that, that obviously pressing set the tendency, right? It set the, in, the opening of how Spurs played. So, now can I just say, love to have you back on last one on Spurs. Thank you so much. Saturday night's always tough, sir. Thank you for your time. I'd love to have you back on last one on Spurs. Very quickly, Dale, anything worth an adore you want to give a mention to? Anything worth coming up? Not really, I'm doing busy with voiceovers. I've, if you turn on your radio, you'll hear me on Heart and Capital and Greatest Hits and advertising everything. I, I went to Wilco's today and I heard myself on Wilco's radio advertising something. I don't even know what I'm... <laughs> Sell our island. And if I have to say the word spooktacular one more time this week, fucking hell, come and visit the spooktacular. Uh, anyway, it's a job. We'll, be, we'll all be looking around now. Wilkins again. Isn't it right fitting McQueen as the final word on last one Spurs? Lee, thoughts overall for Frankfurt and a prediction, please, for this one? I'm sure you'll be there. I, I think we were, I was really pleased to see us away. I thought we handled that away fixture. It wasn't just the manner of playing, it was the, the whole occasion and fixture really well. Uh, draw your away games, win your home games. I, I think if we create as many chances as we did, we face them up as a 3 4 3 and create as many chances as we did, beat them away, we're, we're smashing. I, I actually agree with. Uh, Greg and Tom in the comments. I'm going 3 0 uh, for a prediction. I think it'll be a very, very good night. And uh, yeah, please, 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 uh, viewers and listeners, go and see that rousing speech, if you like, that on, uh, Antonio Conte's given because he or, or wants... wait for the end of the podcast, wait for the end yeah. of the audio here. You're going to hear it. It's super. You're going to hear it on the audio. It is, it is something else. So uh, look, let's get it done. And uh, let's sing hard. Uh, I'll be there on Wednesday. Uh, I think we're all there, aren't we, on the, uh, uh, this week? So, um, yeah, cannot wait. And, uh, yeah, to, to uh, a great three points to, to finish what was a, a very difficult week for the football club. Yeah, totally great. What are you doing Thursday? Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. Uh, Thursday, yeah. Funny that. We're not playing on Thursday, are we? Drinks on Wednesday, Arsenal on Thursdays. Yeah. God, brave doing that right now. Brave doing that right now. Listen, we'll get them back later in the season. Can I just say, from the wonderful Lee McQueen, Lee, thank you so much, mate. Never is on Saturday, so thank you. The wonderful Darren Altman. Darren, thank you so much, mate. As always, pleasure having you back on. A lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Great, oh, guys. Mate. Thank you so Honestly, much. Pleasure all guys. And Jace, thank you so much, as always, mate. Love you having you back on. And always... Always reasonable facts. Thank you so Cheers, much, mate. mate. And memories to Johnny as well tonight. So yeah, please. Yeah, again, tribute out to Jean Pierre, of course, Ventroni, and to Johnny Duncan. Guys, from Lee, from Darren, from Jace, myself. Guys, please keep safe, keep well, and as always, we're back with you for instant reaction to Iron Trike Faithful. But hearing us out is the wonderful Antonio Conte and audio. Thank you so much for your time, and as always, come on, you Spurs. I have uh, to ask uh, something to our uh, fans to create a fantastic atmosphere because uh, the team and I we want to go through to the next round and uh, we know that in the next two games will be decisive. We have to try to to play with uh, 13 players, uh, 11 players, more two players. The two players have to be our fans uh, on Wednesday.
Social Podcast Network.